Hello friends, this is Editing Wib. Um, I, I'm just putting this little message at the start of the podcast because we recorded this before Christmas and just didn't get around to putting it out beforehand for various reasons. And I don't think it, at any point we acknowledge that like Christmas Day was happening or anything. So um, we hope that you all had a lovely festive period. Um, yeah, um, the episode starts now. And welcome to episode 115 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello! Hello. And I'm also joined by the Drumblebum. Say, what up, it's your boy! What up, it's your boy, Drumblebee! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Mom, get the camera! How are you lovely gentlemen doing today? I was doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we made it worse. Yeah. (laughs) Now Now I'm, now I'm, you know... Just contemplating the futility of life. Uh, but but apart from that, I'm okay. How are you, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Tonight? I'm okay. I got donuts today from oh, a, nice. a woman in a car park. <laughs> um, and did you, you put them in your body? I, what? You put them in your body? I'm not sure yeah, I've I already eaten one, yeah. Mm. No, you know, Project D... Um, I mean, yes, okay. but it might not be the same one. Okay, no, literally, like, there's a pub car park on the way to the supermarket, and the pub's been closed, rightly so, because, you know, quarantine and whatnot. And I walk past, and there's just, like, this woman's just sent up, like, a little, oh, what is it? It's like an outdoor, it's like a little gazebo, when she just has, like, fucking six-foot-high boxes of donuts. And I was like, you're right there. And she was like, yeah, I'm good. Just a bit cold. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And she was like, you can get a box of donuts. And I'm like, I'm yeah, all right. And she she also, she was like, you can buy a box of four. Or there's like a box of eight. Or there's the, I can't remember. It was like a fancy, like the mega donut. And she, it was like, it was this clandestine kind of like, there was a <laughs> box next to the, um like on the table next to the, uh, the little um card machine and she opens it towards me and it's like this big fucking it's like the diameter was like eight inches and this big donut that and she was like the mega donut and i went I, I literally looked at her in the eyes and i went it's a monument to man's arrogance and i mean that and she was like what <laughs> i can't be- and I, was like, I mean that in the best way and she was like yeah it's pretty immense that was like 22 pounds i Ooh. can't believe that i leave you alone for like a few hours and, and get, you have get, a clandestine a clandestine like encounter with a christmas car park donuts <laughs> no, no that that was a christmas cryptid like she, she was. She obviously popped out of the Fey Wilds to like. I, she probably has my soul now because I was like, ooh, donuts. And these donuts are fucking. These are not easy mode donuts. These are fucking new game plus donuts, my friends. These are these are like the size of John Bernthal's fist. I measured. And it's like and the toppings. There's literally you know the Maltese um like reindeer. Like chocolates. Oh yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. One of them just has one of those on there, and it it just sits quite happily in the middle. Nice. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? One of the, the other one had two after eight mints on it. The other one's got like edible glitter and shit. I had the strawberry one and I was sitting there going, <laughs> I honestly, like, you need to read a guide on gamefaqs.com to eat these correctly. They are that fucking gargantuan. So, yeah, uh, so so someone from the Feywild came and, like, sold me donuts in a in a pub car park. So I think I've had a pretty good day. Good. I good. can't believe that this podcast started with several minutes talking about <laughs> this weird, this, yeah, like, uh, clandestine car park donuts. Um, I wasn't the only like, one buying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a drug dealer, you're probably not the only person that they're dealing drugs to. Yeah, but I, they also <laughs> probably don't take cards, so... I mean, they probably I mean, do. I mean, you know, they've got to be respectable now, you know? You can't, you can't be accepting, like, paper money. No, no, because, you know, it's not only is it... Pandemic and all that. Yeah, and also money's made up and bullshit, and I hate it. Well, I mean, there is that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I like... I, you know Don't what? think about if it, did, it's fine. Yeah, if I did sell my soul to a to a fake creature for donuts, I mean, they're pretty good donuts, so I'm, I'm fine with that. There are absolutely worse things you could sell your soul for. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe, I don't know, an avocado. I was thinking about that because I went to Sainsbury's the other day and there was just a lonely avocado in the end of the... Uh, oh. What do they call it? The... the uh, aisle? Not the aisle. It's it's the... It's like the... Okay, you're not allowed to laugh at me. It's the sideways elevator that you put food on and then they scan it. <laughs> it was at the end of the... <laughs> the, the, the end of the till. No, no, no. That's that's the thing the, that's got money in it. But like the, you know, the kind of like it's like a treadmill that they put thing. food on. Yeah, the um, movie thing. Yeah, the, the treadmill, and it was just in the corner <laughs> underneath all the plastic bags. There was just a lone avocado, and I was like, you know, if I didn't genuinely believe that avocados were responsible for every single one of the world's evils, I probably would have taken it home. Why? Because it was a free avocado. Someone's already <laughs> bought it, and it would have cost someone like three pence because it was a loose avocado. I mean... I bought three carrots the other day, and that cost me 13p, and I nearly fucking jerked off on the way home. I was so fucking proud of myself. <laughs> you know what, ma- what made that was not the statement, but it's the part that the people at home can't see. It's the big, <laughs> smug grin that you had after saying that. Yeah, that you were so proud. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Should we not, stop the, talking? not on the way home, at least. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I ducked in the car park where a fake creature sold me donuts. Yeah, it's too fucking cold to do it just out and out. out, out that know? just sounds mm. like you know. Hang on, this donut wasn't iced earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. It, see, it's cold, so now it's got ice on it. Yeah. Because I come all over it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hate myself. It's one of those moments where you're like, mm, oh yeah, this is recorded. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, no, because I have like no self awareness. Because <laughs> I never think about what I fucking say. I know. Okay, pause. Because everyone's going to be. Oh, no way. Snipe doesn't think about what she's going to say. Never. <laughs> Everything that comes out of my mouth is poetry, well rehearsed and beautifully delivered, filigree <laughs> in word form. Mm. Okay, it's more like a curly whirly thrown up by a toddler, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it, there's a similarity. <laughs> uh, shall we move on to the part of the podcast that we're supposed to be doing? Yeah. No. Anyway, wibble. Yes. Do you have any quibbles? 
Uh, no, but I have some stuff to talk about. Okay, so talk about it. What okay. are you up to? So I'm going to talk about it. Uh, there's a few things that I'm only going to mention very briefly uh, because uh, they're quite new and I don't want to just give mountains of spoilers, especially because other people on this podcast have also not seen them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... Yeah, but then there's a the kind of person that's like, oh, if you go here in this place, that's a spoiler. And they get really mad at you. Well, I mean... It's like saying Lord of the Rings, you know when they get to fucking Mordor and someone's like... Thanks, thanks for the fucking spoiler, douche. And it's like, uh... I, I, my, the book's like, what is it, like 875 years old? Uh, Give or take a couple ish, of years. Yeah. Ish, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't think about what numbers mean, then yeah. Not I mean, quite I old enough think... to justify some of Tolkien's views, but... Mm. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty fucking, like, <laughs> prehistoric. Oh god, I, I did a I did a, a voiceover for uh, uh, Salamander's channel that is yeah. like a bunch of stuff Tolkien said, and I was like, oof. <laughs> Oof. Mm. I hope this doesn't get taken out of context. <laughs> yeah. um, Things that Wib genuinely thinks. Oh, no, stop <laughs> it. No. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I uh, my uh, my position is that if something is part of the basic premise of the work, then it's not a spoiler. Uh, um, Did you but know? Anyway, um, what, what, what are you going to be not spoiling for us then? I'm going to be not spoiling uh, the end of The Mandalorian. Uh, okay. Because uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 ended uh, the other day. Um, and I have a lot of thoughts about it. And a lot of them I can't really say here without giving spoilers. Yes. Good. Bad. I, I enjoy, overall, I really enjoyed the series. Um, I do have a couple of quibbles about it. Um, <laughs> wibbles, I have one Wibbles, complaint. quibbles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you actually, see, yeah, yeah. yeah. You put the word quibble in my head, so it, it had I did, to come yeah, up. Yeah, I did. So the only problem I have with The Mandalorian is because I like, you know, like Star Wars and stuff on like Instagram and other bits of social media, that it just keeps showing me sexy dad pictures of Pedro Pascal, who it, plays the Mando. How, how's that a problem? Yeah, I don't it's, see an issue here. It's <laughs> not, but this is the thing. So like, it just decides on which attractive actor to like just spam me with in in my um in my recommended posts it's like and the thing is you're scrolling through your timeline now and it'll just put like 40 oh suggested posts and that's only like it's only been good once because it was like oh god what was it it was like a, a parrot or something or it was like, oh, this is a frog like account, and I'm like, yes, that's, that's the only time it's ever been useful. But otherwise, it's just, it's just really intense pictures of Adam Driver. Or yeah, but like, you subscribe to those, surely? So, I yeah, okay, okay. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I literally, I, I did just unfollow a blog because I was like, yeah, it's not funny anymore. But it was just Adam Driver holding things. <laughs> And then I, I read the, the description of the page and it made me so uncomfortable I unfollowed. Because it was Ooh. like, he can hold so many things in those giant hands. And I was like, no. You're like, oh, this no. isn't a funny thing. This is a sex thing. Oh, okay. it's like, no, I just thought it was funny. I was like, he holds a sandwich. And I'm like, he is holding a sandwich. Comedic fucking The internet genius. has ruined your sense of humor. Right. Right. I saw a frog. Right, I saw a video of a frog. This was fucking great. You know, right. Which was like, you know, the thing they do with their throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was doing that with its throat, and then as it was kind of going back into its body, its tummy just went. Bleep. It was like just like ping ponging back and forth with this one breath. It was really funny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was actually humor. Can I talk yeah. about the Mandalorian? Frog, frog now? breathing is actual humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Fuck off. So, what did I laugh at the other day that was so fucking pointless? <sighs> I, I don't keep a list. Was it this conversation? <laughs> no, because yeah. I had can, it yesterday, can, and I don't have clairvoyance. You dweeb. Can, can I can I speak about Mandalorian, please? You think you can come on this podcast and stay on topic? I mean, really? I mean, I was just going to try and get through this because it's a really short thing. I don't okay, know much you, to say. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm. I love you. Could you just stop getting like waylaid by jackassery and please just talk about? Uh, that okay, more. I shall attempt to to prevent myself getting waylaid <laughs> yeah. by jackassery. Yeah, jackassery. Jackassery. <laughs> it's a regional equivalent. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the end of The Mandalorian has happened. I think the series is quite good, although I will say that I, I do think that the fact that it pulls so much from existing canon uh, and starts bringing in characters from the wider kind of thing, I do feel it's kind. it, it makes the show slightly less good because I do kind of prefer how season one mostly just was like doing its own thing sort of around the edges of the universe. Um, I mean, it's not to say there aren't some characters that it's cool to see come back. Um, and like, I found out maybe um, played by actors who are absolute fucking trash fires. Sometimes uh, I will say uh, the the lady that played Bo-Katan I didn't realize is the uh, I think the lady who voiced her in the Clone Wars. That's as well. super cool. She's really cool. Well, I say Clone Wars and Rebels. I think she's in both. If I remember rightly. I watched those two series back to back, so they kind of blend in my mind a little bit. Fair. Um. But yeah, um, and so that that is a bit of a thing. But uh, uh, I did see a thing where apparently there's an, a thing called an Arquitans class um, star destroyer. That's like a small star destroyer they uh, devised for rebels, I think, or at least they used a lot in rebels because um, making them fight full size star destroyers would be a bit above their weight class. So it, they yeah. they started using a smaller version, <laughs> um, and um, Moff Gideon has one of those, and it looks like it's a physical model. I'm going to eat it. Um, like, I, I saw a video where someone was going, no, look at it. Like, because it, the CGI is pretty damn good in The Mandalorian, to be honest. Like, they do a really good job. And they well, did make a physical like, model of the Razor Crest. Um, well, I mean, like, the actual sets and stuff are just really high def, like, CGI screens. Yeah, they're and, big like, LCD the, screens. Yeah, big LCD screens. And they literally have the modelers on set mm. with their computers, like, ready to, like, create different things in the background if needs be yeah it's like and it's like shift lighting wow. and things like that yeah and, it's it's crazy yeah. it's so cool um but yeah uh, and so it looks like the arctans is a uh, physical model which is fucking great i'm really like uh, you know i i love physical models or in... the desk is wonky what oh it's an erection joke okay okay <laughs> i, I... You had to yeah. a, you had to give me a hand gesture there to, to <laughs> Hey 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 No Steady now Steady now No Um Anyway, I really like physical models in um in, in movies and T V shows and things. I, I like it's not that I'm like a, oh CGI terrible, I hate it all the time, but I, I do just think there's a certain feeling to physical models that I don't know, it, it it makes me happy. I love to see them. Mm. So um, seeing that they've started to do that, there's even like uh, there's a, a, a weird um, eighty eighty crane thing in a recent episode that was apparently done with stop motion. It's just in the background, but they stop motioned it, That's which so is cool. fucking amazing. Like, 
um, digging into those old techniques and integrating them with new techniques is like the best. Um, it's like how the um, in the first Jurassic Park, the T Rex was effectively stop motion. Well, originally it was going to be stop motioned yeah. uh, by legendary stop motion artist Phil Tippett, mm. and um, I can't remember what movie came out, but it had CGI in it, and the, the you know the whole quote from Malcolm being like. Like, it's like, oh, I can tell you what it don't is. Don't you mean we're extinct? Um, that literally comes from like Phil Tippett because it was like, oh god, guess guess we're like you know we're going to be cancelled. Like, oh, don't you mean extinct? Because you know, and then we're like, okay, well let's integrate. So he did all of the physical movements of like the T Rex that and and the other dinosaurs and stuff, and then like they had like the visual effects team kind of build on that, which is why it still looks so fucking good. Yeah, for um to. To say how that was done, it was uh, they had like the physical like maquette of the T Rex, mm-hmm. um, and that had like I presume it had like sensors in it, or they just scanned it really high res, and then someone stop animated that, and then they used the movements of that to overlay the movements yeah. of the CGI T Rex on, which Basically, is why it looks so good. It ah. was really immense and awesome, and then like a bunch of other fucking studios were like, "We can do that," and then just decided to. CGI the whole thing and keyframe it by hand and it made it all like <laughs> It was a rough time early early movie CGI. I remember the worst I ever saw which was Alien Resurrection. No, that's not CGI. Oh no, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of Alien 3 uh, that everyone thinks is CGI but isn't. No, 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 it's not. It's just yeah. But no, I I remember as a little kid sitting there watching like a, a teaser for it. Because um, you know they they film like interviews with the actors mm. and then they intersplice it with like little bits from the movie and there was the part where the two aliens are swimming and I remember at the time looking at that going that looks fucking awful I'm that just looks gonna, real bad I'm just gonna say um, if you that is not the worst by a long shot That's the, the worst one, one worst I've seen it, it's not actually that bad I've seen it relatively in, recently like, it's all right in recent memory I mean uh, the absolute worst isn't one... Brad Dorf in that or what's his Brad name Brad Dorf Dorf yeah uh, well, I, I'm isn't not sure he the guy who like, tries to make out with the bulletproof alien glass because he's like the queen so. is fucking fit <laughs> I think that might be him yeah He's um, like hey baby the worst one I've seen uh, mm-hmm. that I can remember is the Zords from the Power Rangers movie I can't even remember those. Uh, the 90s one. Not the not the recent one that's surprisingly good. No, the one that had the original <laughs> show actors in and isn't good. Mm. And had Ivan Ooze. Um, Ooze. Yeah, that, this, the Zords in that were all CGI. Um, you know what and I have, it looked like ass. I have one memory of that movie. Just the one. Mm. And that's them walking around at night... And the Yellow Ranger yes. with her like like the the fucking saber tooth tiger eyes lit up, and she had, was was like, oh, I know, I'll, I've got headlamps basically, and that blew my fucking mind. You know, what I always remember like, about she was my favorite. I loved her so much. You know, what I always remember about that mm-hmm. that the helmet physically changes shape when that happens because they had obviously yeah. had a version that didn't have the lights in <laughs> and a version that had the lights in. Well, yeah, because and the, like, um, electronics back in those days were like, oh yeah, you need like. Eight nine volt batteries yeah, so for like the, half an hour of fucking light. So the eyes were a lot bigger on the mm. light version. But anyway, uh, yeah, the it looks like they used a physical model in the uh, for the Arctons in uh, the latter bits of the Mandalorian and season two, and that's really cool. Um, good model series, fucking legit. I'm very interested to see where they go with it. Um, although I am going to say I am either they've only and just announced them, but I'm already overwhelmed and don't care about the sheer amount of spin-offs that this show is getting. It's the whole like 
corporate shit, especially because like, have you heard that loads of loads of like, um, I think it's Marvel and loads of Star Wars writers are getting stiffed on payment by Disney. Yeah, like uh, Alan like, Dean. Shock, Frost. shock, fucking horror! Big evil conglo- like corporation is yeah, it's, like it's, being it's, big and evil. What it is is it's basically people that had written stuff before Disney took over. Um, the the main person is uh, Alan Dean Foster, who wrote the. Uh, very. He wrote the very first um, novelization of Star Wars, like after the first movie, and I think he wrote the very first um, expanded universe novel, which is like Splinter in a Mind's High. I think it's called. That rings a bell. Um, and yeah, he, his um, like royalty things from that had just stopped as soon as Disney took over, and no, apparently that's super common. Uh, for when Disney have taken things over, and so yeah, that's uh, super a whole fucking thing gross. Uh, yeah, um, big corporations aren't your friends. Uh, no. um, but it, but regardless, uh, the Mandalorian is quite good. I am still enjoying it, and I'm really interested to see where they go. And I can't wait until enough time has passed that I can actually talk about it properly. I can't wait until they stop like putting. Grogu on fucking t-shirts that suck. Like, not officially, I mean, like, QWERTY t-shirts and stuff. Like, <laughs> yes. Because the, the the things people are voting for is like, oh my god, it's like, say it's like the Ghostbusters, but it's like, like, Baby Yoda Busters or whatever. Yeah, I mean, terrible. that's that's already too good, and I'm just yeah. so fucking <laughs> sick of it. Okay, uh, second thing um, is Discovery, uh, Star Trek Discovery. That I, I actually, because it's been really nice because that and uh, the Mandalorian come out at like more or less the same time. So I've been like watching them as a double feature each week, hmm. nice. uh, which has been really fun. Uh, and that's sort of ended now because Mandalorian's over. Um, but uh, the last couple of episodes are mirror have been Mirror Universe episodes, mm. which yes. is yes. which I'm like I don't hate the Mirror Universe, but I will say that. Um, I've said this on many occasions, the worst episodes of the best Star Trek show, uh, Deep Space Nine, were the Mirror Universe mm-hmm. episodes of that. Like, the original Mirror Universe episodes and the uh, Mirror Universe episodes of Enterprise were pretty good. And honestly, I think Discovery has handled the Mirror Universe. It just didn't need to, though. Like, I just don't care. That's fair. That's, but that's the thing... Not, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've only watched um, for the record. I've only watched the first of the two-parter, so it could get better. As far as I'm not, I don't know. But so far, I just don't care about any of the characters, and I'm just like, yeah, I just want to watch the characters <laughs> that I like and that are interesting. Okay, well, I mean, I, that's, like, my, that's to, my thoughts anyway. That's fair. I, I think um, I, I'm able to because, ex- like, I, I did have a kind of feeling about that when it first showed up in season one, um, but then they actually did stuff with it, so it was mm. like, fine. Um, but like, season three has been a lot more good <laughs> well yeah but uh it's been just random episodes of just mm. things happening um it's it's still had its serialized structure yeah but it's um it, it's been allowed to sort of just have like there's episodes you could take out and the the, the overall narrative would still work they ki- they kind of work as standalone episodes uh, which yeah. I really like because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Discovery really missed that. It's one of the things that I think Star Trek could do with like having more of again because that was what was really nice about the lower decks is that that did that and it was it was cool um, to to have that kind of episode structure back again because it meant that you know like I I'm not going to just go back and watch a random episode of Discovery because they rely too much on everything else that happens around them whereas I do that with Star with other Star Trek series all the time I do mm. that with Firefly yeah you you can just do that um, oh I gotta watch but... Firefly again oh <laughs> so good 
But um, but with the structure of season three, I am much more happy to have them just have the, have random episodes that like go away and do something because it's sort of like it doesn't matter if it doesn't if the overarching thing doesn't matter that much because not every episode has to have such utility to the overarching storyline. So. I don't know. That's 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 my thing of it. Um, also, it was really weird to see that and the Mandalorian back to back. The the last episode of it because you know both of them have like things show up in them that I did not expect to show up, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, still enjoying Discovery. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Um, speaking of sci-fi, I have also watched a. Fuckload of the expanse. That's got Elias Tufexis in it, and that guy that you were like, "Hey, so I've been watching the expanse, and there's a guy in here that you will love." Yeah, Amos. You'll. You, and I was I, like, I know what characters you find you like, and you'll like Amos. He. I mean, to be fair, what I've heard, he sounds amazing. He's so. a very interesting character. Um, but yeah, so a load of people have recommended that I watch the expanse. Uh, quite a few people uh, in podcast recommendations actually as well. Like, have sent in emails. Yeah, they're like, watch the expanse, you dick, and you're like, mm, no. Yeah, because I watched like <laughs> the first couple of episodes of it like over a year ago, and I was like, uh, yeah, this seems pretty cool. But then I never really like carried on watching it. Um, but I kind of broke the seal on that, like, like you know, mm. got through those first handful of episodes and kind of got into it. And I'm like, nearly... Remi- remind me what the general conceit for the expanse is. Class struggles between yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, right. people who live on asteroid belts, Martians, and Earthlings. It's a... and it's basically like, yeah, it... I love how you can sum up literally any sci-fi by classism in space. Yeah, it's it's um, <laughs> yeah, okay. class struggle and cold war in space. Yeah, that's um, that's the majority of sci-fi's. Which I'm not. That's not like me casting shade. It's just it's 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 a good setup. It yeah, works, but it's um it, it it's a lot more grounded than uh, a lot of like sci-fi series. So it tries to lean ironically a bit... for a uh, spaceship show. Mm. Mm. Um, but it's it, it, it's a lot more like hard. It's not hard sci-fi per se, but it is um, a lot harder than most um, sci-fi's you'll see. <laughs> um, so yeah, ba- a basic kind of thing is that you have um, Earth and Mars, who you know have been sort of in a sort of like posturing at each other for like decades, and it's sort of. Everyone takes it as a inevitability that they're going to go to war, and there's also the belt, which is the. But that's you know, where the, the biker mice live. We can't fight them. It's tough. They're some happen. of the, the universe's <laughs> greatest allies, and their princess Ray or Sailor Mars is. Oh my god! No, we can't do that. That's terrible. I'm sorry. It's just what's happening. Yeah. Uh, there's all, and then there's all these people that live on the asteroid belt, um, who are like people that mine it. And they're effectively an underclass that um, no one really gives a shit about and they're wildly exploited. And so uh, the thing is about these kind of three factions posturing against each other, trying to, like, gain power or or trying to do things. Holy whilst... shit, so it's basically you, me, and drummer, Matt. I'm definitely the belter. Um <laughs> But then there's other... But then there's another thing that comes up that, like, is throws all of this stuff into chaos and yeah the babe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it's it's really interesting uh how how it does it like it's 
it 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 does a good job of like being way more grounded. So you know, um, like in a recent episode, like a bunch of people get injured on a ship that gets stopped really quickly. Like it basically. Oh, get... is that that thing you showed me with the guy like <laughs> getting fucking liquefied? Getting part like like his face and his body just like. Freezing in timing and liquid. That was so fucking gory. I did not expect that yeah. shit at all. It was, was like, really, oh. it, it was related to that, but it wasn't anywhere near as harsh as that. Oh, but uh, and like, so loads of people are just have broken bones and stuff, or or internal bleeding, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're fucked because we don't have gravity." Like, and if and these kind of in, like the human body is designed to heal in gravity. Outside of it, you don't heal like right. Yeah, and most of these people are gonna die. Like. From, That's pretty yeah. legit, yeah. And it, it's like it does have its elements of like you know silly, silly sci-fi things that aren't real. There is a faster than you know, not faster than light, but incredibly fast like thing. Uh, how how they move it? It's like I can't remember what they call it, but they just refer to it as doing Super a super speedy centipede. Yeah, like a much faster <laughs> way of travel. Um, and they they have various other things, but like they maintain that yeah, there isn't inherently gravity on the ships. Most of the time, they're using um, they've got these boots that have like magnets on them, <gasps> and so they're walking around Magnet like boots. like what, Isaac Clarke's boots. Yeah, you, so you hear little click 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 as they're moving because so it just sounds like everyone's wearing high heels. It sounds like they're wearing tap shoes actually. That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, uh, it's really it's um. It's a good series. Um, I've been really enjoying it. it. And because it has this more grounded tone, it means when it does do absolute nonsense sci-fi bullshit, <laughs> it becomes much more... It grounds it a little bit. You accept it because everything else has had this veneer of um, of reality to it. A good example of this, um, I, I think, is that the show is kind of smart enough to like do all this stuff to go yeah so there isn't inherently gravity and like you know ships like they're quite they quite often just use like the, the little thrusters on the side just to maneuver themselves oh yeah because they don't need a massive amount of thrust yeah and and like they, they do all it's that like throwing stuff. a potato out of a shopping trolley yes uh, but they're also smart enough to know <laughs> that they shouldn't make all of the space scenes be soundless because even though that's accurate it it robs atmosphere from a lot of scenes. Mm. I know some Amusingly. people. I know some people really like it, but not everyone thinks it's amazing. I I love sci-fi, and I think every sci-fi that has done that, it. I don't think. I, I think it's. A, I, I think they the scenes will work better with sound. Uh, Firefly did it. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Firefly does it. did it. Um, because they uh, they've put Vera in a spacesuit and fire. And there is there is sound. It's just incredibly muted. Yeah, like Firefly, it's not so bad because it doesn't rely so much on like space yeah. combat or anything. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. can get away with it a bit more. But anything that relies on space combat and things, yeah, I don't it, know. It lacks the <clears throat> gravity. Yeah, it, it means that it lacks the <laughs> lacks punch. And like I say, I know some people really like that, but if that, if hey, I, if, I, you don't, yeah. if it's not your personal favorite, then it's just not yeah. I, I just don't. I, I think it like it's not so great and this this seems this just gets that um and i'm like good so it's like it knows when to be when to be hard to harder and when to be softer you know when when it relates to its sci-fi and also i know this could be taken as a uh, a euphemism for a penis um so, i didn't yeah. even think of that uh, you absolutely did no i didn't i was thinking about dinosaurs so that sounds like a uh 
a, a, a random thing you intentionally came up with, but I know that it's probably true. No, 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 because, no, like, dinosaurs in space and stuff, that's, like, just literally Dino Crisis 3, and I was like, what the fuck did Dino Crisis 3 even happen? Money. Capcom wanted money. I know, but, like, you'd think that you wouldn't just go, okay, so we've had time-travelling Dino... Well, I mean, time-travelling anyway, but, like, let's just have them in space. In space, and it's like, and then you play as some random, like, white dude, McBlonde bitch, and it's like, wow, okay, and like, I think everything's timed, it's really fucking weird. I can't remember much about it because, you know, I've, I've drunk to forget that game. Okay. Even existing. Um, but yeah, then I'm just like, I remember the first time I heard it, and I was just like, oh, so is it just like a Tyrannosaurus Rex with like, a goldfish bowl on its head and like jet boosters? I wish. That would be honestly less silly. Um, Anyway, uh, The Expanse is quite good. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm getting slowly through it. I think season five is coming out, like, now. Like, the first few episodes of it are out. So I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'll catch up with it soon. Um, I love how my boy Elias Tufexes is in it. He's in it very briefly in season one. Yeah. For, like, four episodes. Yep. But you wouldn't think so, because he posts about it on his Instagram all the fucking time. I mean, maybe he shows up again. Uh, there are a lot of... Things that happen in the episode episodes that mean that sometimes people come back, mm-hmm. um, just like real life. Mm, not sure about that. Uh, anyway, uh, I also played a little bit of uh, Total War Warhammer Two. Oh god! Ah, okay. Uh, because oh, you can play as the little little lizard boys. Yes. So <laughs> uh, for for um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but uh, next year. Um, we're sort of like going to try out Age of Sigma, and mm. by next year, I mean uh, the army books arrived today. Uh, you just don't have a start collecting box for Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Yes, because you're going Ossiarchs, and I'm going Seraphon. Shock horror! I'm like, hmm, an army made out of skeletons. What, what are yes, both please. of those things in like old school terms? Okay, undead bony boys. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Ossiarchs are kind of a remake of Tomb Kings, but also not. Okay. Um, and uh, Seraphon are lizard men. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Um, so I've, I've, all, I, I've, uh, like we got, we got our books today, and I've, I've painted up a squad of chameleon skink that Longfan got me for Christmas. Any, oh. so I'm basically, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll do a start collecting box soon. Otherwise, I'm just going to buy like three Ossiarch Bone Reaper, uh, three Ossie, three. Goth Ezar Harvestors, and that will be <laughs> yeah. my entire the entirety of my army. Are they they yeah. they they're, they're the dreadnoughts with schools. They're the bone dreadnoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dreadnoughts ready to. I bone assume you're just going to make a dreadnought army because you know. Wow! Wow! <laughs> you come! You come into my house with your voice. <laughs> As far as I'm aware, disrespect my mints. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, uh, she can't actually make the type of 40k armies that she normally makes, okay. but she she can have a lot of bone uh, of um, bones of bones. Yeah, I just I just got the harvesters. Uh, you I can literally have, yeah. just joined a subreddit called like um, oh, it's not something as cool as bone collectors. It's just it's something like we like bones <laughs> or or fucking like what's this bone. And then, like, people just go in and go, I found this skull in my, uh, in, in my garden. What is it? And then they all sit there and nerd the fuck out about, like, occipital, like, uh, like, sockets and shit. And I'm just like, I just like looking at bones. That's fair. 
Um, but yeah, so we're getting into it, we're going to get into to playing that. Um, got the little books as a um, a smaller version of the rule book that you can get. It's like I think it's like twenty quid, although we got it from somewhere else that was like fifteen quid. Um, we stole it. We did well. It cost us money, so we didn't steal it. We left money because we felt bad about stealing it. I mean, it's kind of hard to steal. But not we didn't we didn't give them the full amount, so it's still kind of like stealing. Uh, but then I guess yeah, you you're, you're still consider- badasses, don't worry. Yeah, I I don't know why you're trying. <laughs> and to, then like... I then I I hopped on my motorcycle and smoked a cigarette inside my helmet from a <laughs> that I wasn't wearing. From a, a, a legal standpoint, uh, we did not steal it. We simply bought it from Darksphere.co.uk, which is um, which is thief darknet talk for stealing <laughs> in real life and not on the internet. I don't even. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I have not had enough sleep. I can, I can tell. Um, also, I've been out today with the Karens flaunting fucking quarantine shit, so I just need sensible people to talk to. And this is what you do to us. <laughs> hey, this is how I show affection. Anyway, mm. yeah, so we're, we're getting into uh, getting into doing that. And also, um, I think this will come out before... For the episode, but uh, the next Codex Compliant is on a Warhammer Fantasy book. That's that oh, Christmas nice. special to actually yeah. do that. Um, I think it'll. Co- I think it might come out the day after this comes out. I, think. I gotta make my Christmas jumper. Okay, well, we're going to be recording the live action stuff uh, today, so <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's not difficult to make, then, isn't it? Yes, it is. Fish. Anyway, yeah, anyway, Wib. Um, yeah. Please. Bitch. Please. What? Bitch. What? No, I'm calling you a bitch. That was it. You oh, can good. Good. <laughs> it kind of lessens the effect that he just responds to it. Like, Yeah, I mean, like, to be yeah, fair, what? he I'm does. Like, wait, no, I'm insulting you. It's like, oh, I thought you were just asking, getting my attention. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. That's, that's kind of how our dynamic works. But, you know. <laughs> so... We have been making it, so we're making a codex compliant on fantasy as well. Um, and so those two things made me go, you know what? I should really try out um, playing Total War Warhammer again. Mm. So I tried to play the first one. And oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it was, wasn't off, it? Um, and I kind of just bounced off it because I just didn't really get it. Mm, like, I, yeah, I've had, I've dived into it a little bit, but it's, yeah, the, the, Time I feel, to get into. Yeah, I, from what I, I can gather from people talking about it is that there are... There's basically um, two phases of, of playing Total War, which is that you start playing the series and you're like, what, 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 what is <laughs> happening? Why? What? Um, okay, so I move this. Okay, uh, this, this, this mechanic seems weird. Okay, mm, all right. And then 50 hours later, it's your favorite <laughs> game ever. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think that that's... I think what is actually psychologically happening to these people is that they're like, I spent 60 quid on this game. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, go- I'm trying... And, I, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for 12 hours and try and like it. And then they put so much into it, it becomes a half and half between the sunk cost fallacy <laughs> and... Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> when I say that people, after 50 hours, it's people's favourite game, I don't mean that they slowly they play it and it slowly becomes their favourite game. I mean, they don't get it for 50 hours 
and then at 50 hours it's their favorite game uh, that's click. what it just clicks and then yeah it just clicks and yeah. then suddenly they'll play a thousand hours of it that seems to be the sort of thing um that was that was happening and and so i'm not going to put 50 hours into it if i anything if i don't enjoy it um call me silly but you might uh, enjoy it but i uh, i yeah i don't i don't buy into that um <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've been uh, I've been trying it out, and I'm starting to slowly get it after a couple of hours. And I am playing Lizard Men because I thought that'd be a fun thing to do because you know that's what I'm I'm sort of going with. And um, yeah, uh, skinks are adorable, and I love them. Yeah, they're great. Uh, because I'm making a skink based Lizard Man army, so you know uh, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a, a, a lot of fun. And yeah. Um, I do, I do understand people liking it a lot, uh, the, the Total War, a lot more now after like kind of spending a few hours with it. Although, wow, does the game have a habit of going, oh, all you need to do is use this mechanic and that'll do that. And then you go, how do I use that mechanic? And then um, it brings up a several paragraph explanation that then has hyperlinks to other things. And you sit there and you go, oh, dear. That's like the Tolkien <laughs> Dictionary. Like the oh no, uh, glossary. Oh yeah, the little glossary at the back of yeah, like Tolkien yeah, yeah. books. It's like that um, shit, and it's like Oof. yeah. Dune has that as well. Of course, it um, fucking does. Holy apparently, that's shit. What, apparently that's what drove my dad mad. Like mad trying to read Dune <laughs> uh, was was like every every few pages it like mentioning a oh, term. Oh, this is a and it's like flip to the back of the book. Yeah. It's like trying to do a crossword and you just don't know any of the words, so you keep having to flip mm. to the back of the book and cheat. I mean, on the uh, I mean, one would one would say that you're not supposed to know the words in a crossword. Uh, that's kind of the point. I but... mean, you, you know, your goal is to find them out. I know. I'm, I'm just teasing. Also, crosswords are code breakers for twats. <laughs> I'm joking. I just I just prefer code breakers. Um, and yeah, uh, so I, I'm, I'm chipping away at, at Total War. I, I'm I'm, th- I'm going to be playing a, a bit of a co-op game with someone at some point. So that's. That's going to be interesting because I don't know how that works. See, it's really funny because I know you probably haven't named them because you don't want to put pressure on them, but it just sounds so ominous. Like, I will be playing co-op with someone at some point. And it's just like, oh, shit. Is there, is there a lottery? Have they yet to be selected? It's just It just sounds very ominous and I like it. I, d- I just don't like to... I just didn't want to just name drop randomly. No, 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 no. I know. It's just It's just really fun. Zern Dill, by the way. <laughs> just... Ernest Dillon. Ernest Dillon. Everyone's favourite um, boy. But... Um, I, honestly, I wasn't trying to get that out of you. I was just saying... It's, it's like, it just sounded really kind of... At some point, I will show up. I will darken the doorstep of your fine abode. As your family <laughs> huddle round the hearth, you will be aware of my presence, for I have not knocked... I have in no way announced my presence, but you and all of your kin will know deep into the bones of your very selves. It is time to duel. <laughs> or play Total Warhammer 2, you know. Okay. That's that's kind of how it felt. Okay. Or something. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. I'm going to talk about the last thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, um, you should do that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. We'll see how it goes. Uh, which is that we did a stream of Super Hot VR uh, the other day. Yeah, Whip punched me in the ribs. Yeah, I kind of did. Not the first time. I mean, you punched the wall a bunch. I did. Uh, yeah, I still got to still got to try and get rid of that mark. Uh, magic eraser, it's fine. Um, but yeah, we uh, a little bit ago, um, 
uh, Lynn Squiggly, who we've you know you might know from, we've we've posted their videos a couple of times mm-hmm. um, on on social media and stuff. Um, sent us their old um, VR headset because hmm. uh, she was getting a, a newer, fancier one. Yeah, and and she very was, kindly just sent. Yeah, it over. she was like, "Hey, do you want this this one?" Because I was just going to give it away anyway. And we're like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a it's a Dell mixed reality thing. I don't know specifics. It's pretty um, rad. It's got the cool kind of circle hand things that are just a ring of light. It's very cute, mm. very cool. Huh. And uh, yeah, we've been meaning to kind of do stuff with it for a while, but you know, with the the world being kind of slowly on fire for the last year, it's um, you know a lot of projects kind of have been put to the back of the queue, as it were. And so you don't really get to try things out, especially like with something like VR, where you you can't just like do it. You kind of have to like clear your clear a space because you know yeah. we've well, got quite a yeah. spacious like living room, and ours is like the minimum. And and like the room we have is still like the minimum like space that we need. Um, but but yeah, uh, so we we tried out Super Hot VR and we streamed it. Uh, there will be, there is a VOD up on YouTube. On uh, there's a, an unofficial um, stream backup like archive um, done big, by Big Titty Golf Girl. Yeah, who, who is amazing. Who put that together? And yeah, so uh, you can see it if you want. Uh, but yeah, uh, and so we played a bunch of Super Hot VR, and yeah, Super Hot works really fucking well in VR. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Um, I mean, Super Hot like. Excluding mind control delete, because I thought that was quite poor. Yeah, that was. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. It wasn't great, but like Super Hot and Super Hot VR are fucking great games. <clears throat> and the oh my god, like we were both sweating so hard playing Super Hot <laughs> VR. Oh yeah, like because I was like, it just felt like boxing to me, <laughs> <laughs> but without really any footwork, which I fucking hate footwork. It's the worst. I hate it. And yeah, it, it it's just really yeah. It, it just works really really well in that. Um, my I realized um, at the end at the end of it after you know playing this thing for several hours <clears throat> that um, that uh, repeatedly crouching over and over again because of course people you are shooting at squats. you. Yeah, I'm effectively doing squats for that entire time and. <laughs> Wow, is it like fucked up the muscles that I don't normally use in my legs? Like <laughs> they're still. It's like oh. three days later, oh, or three or four you, days later. You need to VR more because you just you're blessed with this amazing metabolism, so you never have to exercise or watch what you eat to look like. And people will accuse me of being unhealthy instead of you, who literally just eats like bis- like chocolate digesters for yeah, breakfast. You, you look after yourself vastly better than I do. Yeah. This is the thing. Just because someone's like overweight doesn't mean they're unhealthy. Just people just are built different. Yeah, um, I'm, and I'm ju- built I- like a brick fucking shit house. So, I, you know. I'm incredibly lucky in that I can treat my body like an absolute fucking dumpster, and it still works. Yeah, which is really funny when you you know you squat for an hour and then you're like, I can't move my legs. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. Thus proving Life that just uh, ruined my life. Thus proving that despite my uh, despite how I look, <laughs> I am not I am not very like fit at all. But I still love you. Um, I, I think you're well fit. Oh <laughs> fucking hey! Oh my god! I heard someone go like, Oh, look at that fitty, fitty. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like that's. That's disgusting. That's almost as disgusting as soup 
I mean, it could be worse. They could have said that's a nice bit of gash. Like, I've heard oh. that before, and that's the yeah. worst. Yeah. Did you... Oh. Did 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 Longfang call you that? Only when he holds me. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. He is a tender lover. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's, it's very physically, like, uh, you don't realise how much the physicality is of it until you've done it for a couple of hours, but... Mm. Yeah, it Good is. Exercise. Yeah, yeah, you really, you really do work up a sweat doing it, mm. and that's that's really cool. Um, Put your you... ankle weights on and just go nuts, darling. Yes. Uh, the big difference between it and regular super hot, if you haven't seen it, is just simply that um, you are stuck in one place, um, and obviously you have the VR things to to manipulate things, and so you can obviously duck behind things and and like you know I hit on matrix the dodge out the way of bullets yeah. like which is quite fun it is pretty good <laughs> um yeah. and there's just it, it it plays with the mechanics of the original game in a really fun and interesting way a way that mind control delete really didn't because no. that was just more of the same whereas this this is its own unique thing and it's not the same. It's not just super hot translated into it. All the levels. Oh, they're like built for VR. Yeah. I mean, some of them do look like they use the same place, but the levels are purposely constructed to work in VR. Yeah. Um, every single one of them. So, And um, it's it's hard, but it's fun. Yeah, it is. There, some of the, We were stuck for like half an hour on some of those brackets. But um, it's like, you know, it, it wasn't frustrating. It was just like, oh, okay, shit. Okay, I'll yeah. do, I'll do it this, you know, slightly different this time. So, yeah. it, it, you know, it's still worth it. Um, but yeah, so we, we'll continue our our adventures in VR. But that was that was kind of our, our proper introduction. Because obviously we played mm. some stuff like testing it out. Um, but that was our first proper, like, VR session, as it were. Mm. It, was, it wasn't just trying out little games here and there. You had that weird disassociative moment where you put your hands down oh yeah i had a moment like where um because on screen it's like the little it's like the little like trigger buttons with the circle kind of thing on it isn't well, it well it is it is in uh like some screens but in super hot you just have some black hands like they're made of the the crystalline kind of thing completely forgot about that i yeah. honestly don't remember them even being there yeah weird anyway um, yeah. but you have that you have the hands and i remember at one point i put my hands down and i happened to look down into like my peripheral vision where i could see both the edge of the screen and like the my torso like oh. underneath the bottom <laughs> of it and i saw my virtual hands pass out of view and then become my real hands <laughs> i had a moment i was like oh that's fucking weird there was a part yeah. where um i don't really want to spoil it but there, oh no it's, spoil it. it's fine it's an yeah, old game it, yeah cool. it's where basically it's like you you start and you're just on the ledge of like this building you look down you're like huh that's a fucking long way and it's like mm. oh jump so you do and it actually made my tummy do the thing. <laughs> you know when you go over yeah. like in a car on a dip and you're like, yeah. it made it's me so do that. weird, right? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Wib was like, do you need a minute? I'm like, no, no, no. That was just, I did not expect that to happen. Yeah. It was mm. so weird. It's yeah, VR is interesting. And mm. uh, speaking of uh, of of which, um, I am now going to pass over to uh, and, the world's first virtual reality person, uh, Drama Matt. Oh. Um, I don't know what that means, but okay. 
I'm I'm saying that you are in fact a, uh, a an AI. You are like you're an AI. You're you're not. You're a virtual human. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Virtual human. Real drummer. Don't ask. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, that reminds me. I said I said to my Siri the other day. I said, "Hey, thank you for everything you do for me." And she was like, "Of course." And I was like, "Ah." Oh. And then I immediately thought, like, this is what spares me from the inevitable Skynet uprising, <laughs> is that I occasionally I turn around and go. Siri, thank you for, for everything you do. And she's like, that's fine. That's what I'm here for. And I'm like, hmm, I'm definitely going to be the only human survivor. Well, yeah, but you I, do I also can't... tell her to fuck off a lot as well. I, no, because like, your Siri like, lips me. Because you, 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 you ask something and then my phone activates. No, no, <laughs> your phone activates and my phone hears it activate and stops. <laughs> So your Siri is constantly talking over mine, and I'm like... And then whenever I do try and activate yours on purpose, it never works. Ever. Oh, I'm starting to think that our series are literally just a manifestation of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah just, you need to let me talk more, honestly. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, drama bum. Virtual right. bum. Yes, we'll get to that yes. very quickly, because I've not done much else. Um... Yeah, I've been watching Discovery, but we've already mentioned that. I just, I'm just not a fan of the new episode. I think I'm just enjoying this series so much. I want to get on with this series, and it sort of feels like bonus episodes that should just be online or something. I don't know. I'm just not a fan, honestly. Fair enough. But we've always spoke about that. Um, oh, conduct together, which I was playing last week, took an unexpected oh my twist. Fucking god! Okay. I'm yeah. now I'm I'm now doing trains in space, which is an improvement. What space yeah, trains? The, la- the last. <laughs> You the know last how ep- every oh every sea creature wants to become a crustacean, like every sea no, creature wants to be. No, crustaceans are the worst. No, no, no. The, the aim ev- is to move away from being a crustacean because crustaceans no, 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 are the no. worst. Literally, all, like the, the way evolution is going, they they all try and evolve into crabs. Yeah, like okay, uh, right. things that things have evolved into crabs like three or four separate times. It's, okay, it's, right. it's, you know, if I had a pound for every time a, a piece of sea life evolved into <laughs> Every time into you'd evolve into a crab. <laughs> I would have, like, four pounds, but it would be weird that it happened four times. Yeah, okay, right, yeah, I get you. But yeah, and like, you, you two, anything you do slowly <laughs> evolves into sci-fi. <laughs> every single fucking thing. I was playing a train simulator and it turned into a sci-fi <laughs> because of fucking course it did. Oh, Matt, Matt, oh, Matt, no. yeah, Matt, yeah, yep, yep. Guess, guess who got their childhood train set? <gasps> I know. I saw on the Twitter. I've got. Oh, I'm excited for you. I've got a flying. Does it, does it, Scott. Work? Does it work? I, I haven't had a chance to test it yet. Um, okay. The. Some of the some of the things need need a lot of like restoration, mm. like the track in particular. Some of it's like degraded and it needs to be repaired. Um, but um, some That's of the doable, though. we did that when we dug out our old um, scale electric stuff. Mm. Where you could just get a bit of like you know Scotch bright or something and just scrub up the contacts. It's yeah, that's okay. That's- that's basically it. Uh, and the trains themselves, for the most part, are all in pretty good nick, especially uh, the two ones that, I, that were still kind of kept in their boxes, which was an Intercity 125 and the Flying Scotsman. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, just, I just thought I'd mention that to you. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. No, you have to update, update everyone. I'm sure at least one other person listening is interested in your exploits. Certainly not Sniper. <laughs> Head's down on the desk right now. <laughs> I just thought I'd have a quick nap while you're all talking about fucking trains and shit. <laughs> but yes, so the main thing I've been doing this week is that I weirdly, completely coincidentally, have also been playing VR. 
Yeah, um, we 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 borrowed a set off um, a friend for for an afternoon just to try it out because I've been eyeing up getting what getting something for ages, but especially in the last like maybe four or five years, but just basically progressively throughout my life, I've been getting worse and worse at being car sick or okay. like just like movement sick. So on like any form of transport, if I'm driving, I'm fine. But if I'm in the passenger seat. If I'm not concentrating on looking ahead and basically almost pretending I'm driving or not quite, but you know, like looking out as if I was driving. If I like look down for like even like a minute or 30 seconds, I'll just start feeling really car sick. And I was like, motion sickness is a thing that some people get with VR. If I'm susceptible yeah. to travel sickness, does that mean, does that correlate to VR motion sickness? So I was like, I don't want to spend, because, you know, even the cheapest sets, they're not the cheapest. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, do I want to spend money on this and find out it's unplayable to me? So I was like, right, well, we've got a friend who's got one. We'll, we'll, we'll borrow off them for the afternoon and we'll give it a go. Okay, I'm happily report that I don't. The, nice. the one time that I did once when I turned on the, the um, one of the games I played, which I'll get to, Half-Life Alex. Mm. Just oh, I just, just downloaded like. that. Actually, mm. yeah. We only we didn't get out of the first room. We were just messing about with things like you can just pick up pens, like marker pens, off the floor and just start writing on the window. So we got distracted doodling <laughs> on the windows, basically. Okay, but... the fact that you've said that means that my fucking ass is never going to leave that initial room because I want to be like Dick Bud is a little old Dick Bud. I'm in yeah. Half Life. I did. I did see a video of like a, t- a maths teacher or something doing a. This back at the start of lockdown did like a virtual <laughs> lesson, basically in Half Life Alex, using the, the window and the board and the pens as like a virtual whiteboard or whatever. Dude, that is so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Um, but yeah, also, the movement um, option. Oh, sorry. You no, know, you go, you go. Um, I forgot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Oh, um, yeah. I, I heard once. <laughs> what? Jesus. Fuck off. I heard once that. Someone defined adulthood by when you know when you become an adult because you stop having fun just doing whatever the fuck you want in the car and you start looking when the like the car is leaving like is is like turning out you start looking in the direction <laughs> yeah. cars could be coming and that fucking struck a chord with me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I was that. just like, holy shit, yeah. Anyway, Half Life um, Alex. Yeah, so this isn't the first game we played, but I'll do these in this order because it flowed better. Um, mm-hmm. So the way. You guys, I, don't, I guess it's super hot if you don't move, you don't have this, but have you, mm. you, the way that you can move around in quite a few games is you sort of basically point one hand at a bit on the floor and then like click there and you'll teleport to that bit. And it's the way it sort of gets around the continuous moving thing. And yeah. once you are somewhere, you can move around, you know, you can step forwards and backs and do all that. But if you want to move a bigger distance, as in like, you know, you want to walk outside of the whatever room you've got in your bedroom or wherever you sort of teleport around and that seems to yeah. be a way that a lot of games do it that that does uh either to either to like sickness. you know set points or to you know wherever you want but it still has to do this teleport thing one of the options in that you can do that in alex but one of the options is you just have continuous movement so you just the joystick or it's not a joystick on the it was a htv htc vive we played with mm. so it's got like weird touch sense instead of a d-pad it's got like a or a joystick it's got like a touch sensitive pad thing but anyway Whichever way you push on that, you just move as if you're like pushing a joystick forward. Okay. So it's like completely free. It's you, you know, it's effectively you're like with a, playing with a controller for movement. Mm. Having that on made me immediately feel a bit funny. Yeah, because you get because you get which is why a lot of things don't do it like that because it's. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you can get behind it, it's really immersive and great. But for a lot of people, it was just yeah, immediately like I... nope. I was like, I want to try this because this is the worst it's going to be. So if I'm fine with this, I'm fine with anything. Was my logic. <laughs> I, I was uh, not from, fine with that. 
from what I've heard, it is possible to like get better with that. Um, there's a mm. YouTuber called Up Is Not Jump um, who he, he's done right. some videos about how some because uh, I think he's like a chemist. Um, it's okay. Like, what his like he originally trained to do uh, he does some science videos i think you'd really like actually because okay. you're um, a big nerd because you're a massive <laughs> nerd yeah. uh, no love. no it's he, he does a really good job of teaching complicated things in a way that's easy to remember because it's okay. kind of funny yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff so scale um, that yeah yeah gen- genuinely genuinely really cool <laughs> okay. uh but mostly does vr stuff okay and uh he did talk about the concept of of VR legs or vlegs, vlegs, uh, <laughs> which it is you know like sometimes you'll start off and you feel really ill with something, but if you keep experiencing it, sometimes you just get used to it. Um, yeah, and, that's and true. He yeah. found and he found that like the only thing I, I found that made me feel a bit off was I played a game called Air Car. Um, right. That's that's just it's just a little like like tech demo-y kind of thing where you just fly a hover car around like a big city and that's kind of it um and doing certain air maneuvers of like doing like barrel rolls and things some mm. of that made me feel a bit off because then then i was getting like you know contradictory stuff yeah, from my yeah. from yep. my inner ear and yep. spin and then my but my eyes were seeing a spin and that made me feel a bit wrong but you know why because your brain thinks you're poisoned yeah, yeah. Huh. So oh, it yeah. tries to make you throw up to to expel it mm. from your system, which yeah. is also where which is and all the best summary too. of being human bodies are both insanely clever and also incredibly stupid. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh, how are you both these things at once? Like meh, humans. I don't know. Well, the thing is, like uh, the maximum speed a human could go at was the speed of a horse for millions of years, and then in the last hundred and what 150 years uh suddenly that speed has been getting faster and faster yeah um thanks cocaine (laughs) (laughs) excellent um yeah but yeah so i had two hours with this with this vr set and i was like right i'll just give a try of some random games just to see what they're like so here's my summary of a few of them first up and which is what i was quite excited about anyway and because it's what everyone talks about beat saber Mm, beat saber is is it is. You're in like a. Is it like audio surf with lightsabers? Yeah. Hmm. Effectively. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. It's like I thought guitar- you guys would laugh at me. No, it's like it's, it's Guitar Hero or you know any of these sort of things where you're doing things to a beat and you sort of see the things coming towards you and you have to do it in time. But instead of having buttons you press, you've got a lightsaber in each hand and you've got blocks coming to you and you have to chop the blocks up with the lightsabers. Okay, and, I and need it is exactly it is exactly as cool as that sounds. It sounds really cool because I was th- sitting there because I know that they did do like a Kinect um, Star Wars game, but it was fucking shit because it was for the Kinect. Mm. And it's like I would love to play oh, no, a Star is, Wars game when I had so if I had like a and the blocks, the blocks come in towards you like there's uh, there's two colors so each so you, you've got a red and a blue I think it is and they I don't know if, I think different versions you might I don't know if you can change it but anyway you've got two different colors lightsabers and I'm sure for legal purposes they're not lightsabers no they're but, just sabers but, and they're spelled like, S A B R E probably yeah. because yeah. say lightsaber is spelled yeah, the are. American yeah. silly way um, 
and then the blocks coming towards you, they're obviously the two colours for the things, but they've also got a direction arrow on, so you've got to slice them the right way. So it sort of gets you dancing and like going down, because you, you know, you'll slice one down and the next one will be slicing up. So you get like oh, such so a good that's flow. That, that's that weird video that uh, Ruth sent the group chat. Uh, yes, I was not. Yes, yes. She, <laughs> she, 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 without me knowing, although I don't mind, she filmed me playing this. Um, she filmed me a few times, actually. One time I was playing this and she... Because it's because I was just playing on someone else's thing. You can, I think, you can download. Basically, people have made all manner of different songs, and I think it's like Guitar Hero. You know, you can like somehow import songs that other people have made. It was very difficult um, to do that with Guitar Hero because it was like technically, like you had to overwrite existing songs. You couldn't have new uh, ones. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that I th- was with the really old ones. <laughs> that was with like, the old. Yeah, ones. I, th- I, th- I think that's what you can do. But because we, we were on someone else's system, I didn't want to mess. I was just using the built-in tracks. Yeah, so they're all yeah. like just generic electronic dance ones but like with a little bit of wub wubs and things so that sounds great it was very safe for what you're doing especially because you know you've got this sort of cyberish like the obviously lightsaber things and then it's not making an attempt to be like you know a real life setting in vr you're very you're in like tron or something you know it, look, it looks like vr or you know it yeah. looks like how vr looks in films if if that sort of makes sense so like, i 100 know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> yeah tron basically <laughs> um, so, so it was that sort of music fit so I was doing that but yeah, Ruth filmed me and then double sped it and then put it to baby metal which actually works alarmingly well yes. and now I want to do Beat Saber to baby metal which I'm hoping <laughs> is something you can do in the yeah spoiler alert we've now bought a VR set um, so, <laughs> oh nice um, which I'll get to at the end <gasps> we'll have to play oh uh, there's there's a ghost hunting game that I need more people to play with so I'm going to rope you into that as okay. well okay well okay well I was going to save this to later we've bought the Oculus Quest 2 Ah, so it has limitations which i'm very aware of firstly being you know the whole compulsory facebook login not oh shouldn't shouldn't be allowed let alone shouldn't be moral like just why don't you just send a russian fucking super spy to my house to fucking sit on my lap as i'm showering yeah it's the worst but i mean i have an old facebook account that i never use for anything so i was like you know what i don't care if it's linked to this Mm. for me personally but i completely get if you know, if you use if you use Facebook for even anything at all, this I mean, like, anyway. I have I have a Facebook account, but it doesn't have my real name in it for many boring and very unpleasant reasons. And like my fucking like health advisor John, he's like, hey, yeah, could, you could join like uh, this group that I've made, and I'm like, John, mm. my name is Frank Star Wars. <laughs> I can't join it, and he's like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually maybe yeah, don't and he's yeah. like you know what just text me if you need anything i'm like thank you for uh, understanding yeah there is talk of various people being banned because their like facebook account isn't like their real name or various it's fucking proper, ban me you'll be super, doing me a favor no but i mean banned from oculus which means that oh then fuck that you can't use the vr site you spent money on because you've been yeah it's a whole thing That's and i'm really... very very aware of that that's and it's really fucking bullshit. But it is. But that's like if a, if oh well, if an employer sees that you drink alcohol on your social media, they're allowed to dispatch fucking murderers to your house and kill your family. Yeah, that's it's, yeah, fucking it's, bullshit. It's bullshit. I hate yeah, it completely. Yeah. I know, yeah. and I'm very very aware of this. But for my specific situation, oh with no, this no face, I'm not. It's, dude, it's, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I'm I'm like okay with it. But no, dude, I, I'm not yeah. having a go at you at all. I'm no, just no, 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 having no. a go at the practice. Um, no. It's really fucking <laughs> yeah. sinister. I'm more justifying it to myself, to be honest. <laughs> Fair. Um, and yeah, because it's like, it's it's a self-contained thing, so you don't plug it into your PC. You can do later on, and now, but you don't have, it's just, you know, it's a it's a mobile phone 
processor sort of strapped to your face basically which yeah. does limit it what games you can get you can get super hot on it you can get beat saber you can get quite a few you can't get hot you can't get explicitly pc games so like half-life half-life alex so my what i was going to say to you is i don't know whether it'll have yeah. the same game on that you want to play it might do because well, i mean if it does it does i mean to I'm, be fair you can play tabletop sim in it so we could just have a like a fucking game of yeah i didn't i didn't actually something. i was i went through and i was like right which of the games i want to play it especially and which ones and can, which ones of those work on the quest and enough of them did i didn't check tabletop simulator what you well, can I mean, do tabletop simula- simulator is incredibly like um simple yeah exactly very yeah. basic so i reckon it's pro- it's probably what? pretty likely yeah and the other reason we bought this one is that it's inside out tracking so it's got cameras on the face mask but you don't need any like poles or trackers or any external stuff so for the space oh. we've got it's like you just put this on your head and there's no wires or anything mm. so for the space we've got and how easy we want to get it out and put it away and things like it's it worked best for us. What you can do is you can get a USB cable, which I think, well, I mean, they sell an official one for like ninety quid or something ludicrous. Or you can I get don't... An, an actual one for a tenner. Yeah, well, I think well, the one that they sell is a fiber optic one, so I don't know if it has. But anyway, it's a not completely infeasible add-on, and then you can plug it into your computer and use it as a as a PC VR set as well. Oh shit! So so that you can do that in the future. But where we are now, where my PC is, there's just, I mean. I can reach, if I lean forward, I can reach my wall that I'm facing. And I can almost reach the wall behind me if I turn around. <laughs> so it's not exactly, you know, it's like a little, you know, box room, bedroom thing. I'm where, kind of I'm so... r- like imagining, you know, that part in Austin Powers where he gets the car stuck completely. <laughs> it's like basically yeah. that's you. That, but not as long. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't think it'd be as long. But yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, you and know. And you're it's... like, I want some orange sherbet. Because <laughs> that's how you sound. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, that, that, that is in the future if we can. And actually Ruth's laptop is actually, it's got like a 2060 in it i think but like oh. the mobile version so that might actually be okay with because she mm. bought it for doing you know science experiments and things yeah. but coincidentally so we can play with that but the, the main reason i got it is so we don't have to do that and we can just do it as a standalone thing oh, that's really um, cool dude but yeah it has beat saber on which makes me very happy <laughs> um the other ones i tried while i was there because i was like right i want to you know try a few different games we tried i forgot what it's called it's batman probably arkham vr i imagine but <laughs> who knows <laughs> it's the batman experience and it is very cool oh really like it's the first one we played where it's like you just start you start off in like the you're just in way manner and you're just stood in front of the piano and you can like just reach down you like you can just reach down and pick up like pick, well not quite yet because you, you go to try and pick it up and you're like why can't this pick up and then alfred turns up and goes i suppose you're looking for this and hands you the key so you have to reach out and grab the key off him and then put it in the piano and then you can lift up the thing and play and you can just pick up the phone. It's the first time I'd done... Because this is the first time I've tried any VR at all. And the first oh. one we did was Beat Saber, but that... It is VR, but it's not the same. Like, you don't interact with your surroundings. you just got lightsabers yeah. and sticks and things. You, you just kind of flail around like a weirdo. So, yeah, so this Batman was the first one where like, you can just reach out and just pick up like picture frames off the top of the piano or turn over. And there's a phone ringing. You know the Batman red phone? It rings. Oh, God, you they pick had the it... Batman red phone. Yeah, obviously. You pick it up, and you pick it up by, you know, gri- gripping the controller tightly, because it's got, like, side buttons on it. So you, like, grip your hand to, like, grip the contro- the phone. And then you can't hear it, but you put your hand to your ear. And this is it's such an obvious thing, but, like, the sound of the phone speaker, like, headset thingy, gets louder as you bring it to your ear. And then, it's that like, is so cool. It's like, it's such an obvious thing, but that's so, it's like, 
what? This is. <laughs> I sound like an old person talking about video games for the first time. <laughs> it looks so, so realistic. There's, <laughs> there's this hedgehog and <laughs> he's blue. Yeah, right. There, there and is. He runs so cool. Real you just like fast. put the phone in there. You can hear hear that it's like a. You've got this many messages and it sounds. That crazy. reminds me. And you put me, it away from is. you and it gets quiet and you're like, what the hell? This is so cool. That is so fucking clever. It reminds me of um, there was a horror game for the Wii. Because you know the Wii like moat had a speaker in it, and to yeah. be fair, they did they did come out with some really interesting ways to use that. And this was like I can't remember what it was. It was it was a generic Japanese kind of horror thing. So obviously it takes place in a school. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you get like you have your phone with you, and it rings, and then you hold it to your ear, and you and it doesn't come through the TV. It comes through the actual Wii moat, like it's an actual phone. And I'm like, that is so that, fucking cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That is really cool. I remember there is using something... that in um, Zelda, and you like when you used it to pull the bowstring back, you could hear the like tension of the bowstring. Oh, that's very so cool. cool. Oh. Like I have noticed, like um, with uh, to to go back to the VR specifically, like yeah. there are just little moments here and there when you're messing around with it, where mm. you do kind of go where it kind of clicks with you. Yeah. In one way or well, this another. Batman like, one has a has a few. There's that bit, and then and then you press. You have to like bring up the piano thing, and you press like a few certain buttons on the piano, and the turns out you're st- that, well. No, not even that. It just starts low, it like just starts lowering you down on like a, a lift, basically, from where you're standing. <laughs> so that felt weird because like obviously you're dropping down, so it feels like like you said we're jumping over the cliff or the edge yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It feels like that. But then when you're down there, you're like you suit up. So you like put your hands into like a thing to put the oh, gloves got, on. Do you have to do like your own zip up and shit? Not quite, but you put your oh. hands in to do the gloves, and then when you put your cowl on, so the cowl comes in front of you, facing you, you have to grab it and like twist it through 180 and put it on your head. And just as you put it on your head, like a mirror appears in front of you, and you can see yourself as Batman. And it is, <laughs> and then you know, you turn your head, and your head in the mirror turns. It's like this is so cool. Okay, that is so cool. But I do have one, one pr- massive problem with that. Batman yep. can't turn his head. <laughs> the bat well, th- this... is a very real thing, and we're not talking about the Nolan verse here. Okay, we're talking about old school shit. Well, whichever version of the cowl this is, it's got a slightly flexible neck, so you can see yourself and move. I would love it if, like, <laughs> it was it somehow just became an immovable object when you tried to move your head you're like ah! I will that say be immersive what... but horrifying yeah especially because if you sneeze or something you'd like break your neck <laughs> or the way I sneeze anyway because I sneeze like a well, dad yeah, there, there was a bit in Super Hot that was kind of similar to that actually where you put on a, a VR headset inside it, the but, game but the thing is it wasn't uh, a VR headset okay. it was basically Cerebro well yeah it was kind a of. big but the point is, is that it's um, when you put this thing on, is there was something like th- putting something on your head in VR for some reason is one of those things that mm. just f- felt more real it, than it, things. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why. I just yeah, it's a weird one. Also, yeah, yeah it's it, very it cool. cool. Mm. Um, I think I'm getting quite. I'm, I'm, we've we've ordered one. It hasn't arrived yet. It was uh, so oh. we're still waiting. But I think I'm just getting like really excited just talking about it, which is quite oh. funny. <laughs> Dude, so well, sorry I mean, if I'm just like blabbering. No, no, <laughs> dude, like you, you know that that's literally all I ever fucking that's do. Fair, fair. So the, the the last game we tried, yeah, we did Half Life Alex for a little bit, but mm. like, it's one of those ones that you, you know you can, you can try it out and see how how it looks and see how it feels. But that's it's not prop, something you can. That's like a really... proper game. You don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you so, can't really get your teeth into it if you're just borrowing it for an hour. The last one we did was um, I can't remember. It's called the Lab or something. It's Valve did it as like a demo for the. Whichever the Valve headset was, um, yeah. Which one was, yeah. Which one was Steam that? Steam VR. Yeah, and it's 
Did they do Valve do the, the, the Vive? Anyway, whatever. Anyway, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, But they did, like, a demo one. So there's, like, a whole... You're in, like, a lab and there's a load I of science I bet Ruth desks. fucking loved that. Because she was like, ooh, <laughs> I can do science now. Well, first off, there's, like, a robot dog in there that you can bend down and pet. So... <gasps> Good. I, I wasn't paying attention. I was just on my phone or something and watching Ruth and so she was just like, oh, it's a dog. I just looked up and she's, like, crouching on the floor, like, just stroking the floor or something. I was like, <laughs> what? And then I looked at the laptop screen because it was just running off a laptop, this was. but like, mm-hmm. cause, And you could see that what you could see in the in the goggle view. And I was like, oh, that is the cutest of dogs. Oh, uh, honestly? Um, you know, like, everyone's all, like, very doom and gloom and how the human race is inherently evil and shit like that, but... The one one of the few things that gives me hope for our species is the fact that when you see a cat or a dog in a game, you want to pet it. Yeah, and this wasn't and, even a real dog. It was like basically a cylinder with like four sticky outy pretend legs. It was like even not even yeah. trying to look like a dog, but it obviously like was a dog. Nine from Doctor Fucking Who. It's just it's a Hoover <laughs> yeah. with yeah. a facsimile of a dog face on it, yeah, and you're like, it. and you're like, I love that thing. I would murder for that thing. I, I please ask me to murder for it because I want it in my home. And it's like this is why I want like this is one of the reasons I want a Roomba. Not mm. only because it yeah. would be just cool to have a little Robo dude like like hoovering around. I want to name him because like okay <laughs> like humans will pet like pack bond with anything and I'm okay with that. Especially because like oh god what was it in the Sims Four you can get Roombas. And more specifically, you can name them. So it was like, Empty Trevor. And I'm like, I am here for that. (laughs) I'm here for Empty Trevor. (laughs) And also, if you have the the Cats and Dogs expansion, cats will frequently sit on your Roomba and just be driven around. It's so fucking (laughs) funny. That is amazing. It is pretty good. Fuck EA, but oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt with. No, no, no. It's I right. just want to pet all the dogs. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. So yeah, that's the the lab. And then once you, if you go up to one of the like desks, you like, it's coming back to putting something on your head. You like pick up. There's like an orb that's floating, and the way it's like a, it looks like a watery orb, sort of the size of like a beach ball, sort of thing. Mm, and the way that you go into like each of the different games within the lab, you just grab this ball and just go and just slop it onto your head. And I, you don't know that's how you do it, but it's just like intuitively, you pick it up and you go, "What do I do with this?" And I'll try this and just put your head in it, and it just—that's how you—that's how you travel into the like different worlds. It reminds and there's me, like, I got... oh, sorry, dude. Carry no, on. no, no. Okay. I was saying, uh, the achievements in Super Hot VR are post-it notes. Ah, uh, okay. And I got one because it just kind of falls in front of you, and then when you're not in the VR VR in Super Hot, and you're in like a computer room, you like they're all on the back of a door to your right. They're just like post-it notes there showing you the achievements that you've got. And I was just playing catch with one and it was just, it's like, <laughs> this is mind blowing. Because I remember when I was very young, my father took me to a computer convention. Um, this is, I must've been about five, I think. And they were showcasing VR headsets there at a couple of the booths. So I managed to have a go at not not just Doom in VR, but Simpsons Doom, which is a very popular mod. Okay, um, good. And, like, good. honestly, Doom mods back in the day, it was, like, it was insane. There were so many fucking, like, Doom mods out yeah, there. Yeah, what year did Doom come out? 93. 93. Yeah. So you, you would have been at least six. Uh, yeah, I think my brother might have just been born then. So, yeah, I was about, yeah. probably about six. Mm. And 
honestly, that thing was like wearing a fucking CRT on your head. It was so <laughs> fucking heavy. Yeah, right. The gamer funk was real. No, I'm, I'm joking. It just, <laughs> You're it not, had. Though. No, honestly, like, I always liked the smell of conventions and network days because there was that warm electronic smell. I get you. That mm. honestly, I, that is, if, if they sell a scented candle that smells like that, I will literally, <laughs> for the first time in 25 years, be able to actually relax. <laughs> which sounds great so yeah and like coming from that where you basically just had to like um i think you used like a joystick or something i can't remember like what the actual like interface was but you just moved your head and that was basically all you could do and like doing like like from coming from that to super hot vr is just like jesus fucking christ <laughs> that's intense <laughs> it's just really interesting to see how far it's come along yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, it's just the whole thing's super impressive. So this mm. this this lab game, so there's a, there's a few. I don't have much more to say, but there's a few different games, like a bow and arrow one, and there's it's it's a tech demo, basically a whole bunch of different. It's things. like it's like we we sports. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, exactly. But one of them is um, you go into the, the portal universe and you're in like a robot repair room and you hear um, Glados talking to you and you know I was like, hey, last time I saw you, I threw you in fire, I think. But she's like, oh, I think it's alright, it's fine. Um, what's, but, it, what's throwing what's, what's a bit of incineration between mortal enemies but, you know she's there being a dick and you're like oh this this is fun and then it's you have to repair a um from the new from portal 2 the, the short one is that atlas or is that the, that's atlas yeah because the other one's peabody, peabody because it's long, atlas long i remember because it's like a, 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 it's like yeah, a globe. globe yeah so like you have to repair it, i don't know if it is atlas or it looks like atlas it's one of those ones and like, it's just one bit, you know, you try and do it. It's got the valve humor. So, you, you know, it says you've got to go turn around and open the drawer and you open the drawer. It's like, not that drawer. You've got to open the wrong drawer. Please open the <laughs> other drawer. Oh, this one's a pocket universe. They now all think you're a god. And it's a whole, you know, very <laughs> valve humor. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And you close that drawer and you just, one of the little dudes in the pocket universe falls out and he's like crawling over the floor. And it's all, it's, it's good. But there's one bit in it. So you have to re- repair Atlas. So you like, you know, you have to grab onto the thing and like pull him open basically to get into his controls. And you just hear a screaming start happening. You're like, or like a robotic screaming. And you're like, what the hell is this? And it's like, and the voiceover goes, you may be concerned at the screaming, but please be assured that whilst robots can feel pain, they can't express it. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's the most. Okay. I don't that think is I can play this game anymore. That's the most Valve line I have ever fucking so heard. So good. Oh, man, yeah. There, it, was, it was a fun line. I have no idea if God. it's a free thing that you get if on Steam or whether, I don't know, but I won't have that I'm gonna on have the, to look into I won't have that on that the Quest because like it's, you know, a Steam thing, but... Yeah. But yeah, I reckon if it's, if it's just a free little playing around with it thing, I highly recommend that because there's like, you know, there's like a bow and arrow game, which is quite, it's, you know, standard, but good fun. Little things where, like, you've got a bow and arrow, you can turn. There's a torch behind you. You, t- if you turn round and touch the tip of the arrow to the torch, you set your arrow on fire. Which isn't a novel thing in a game, but just being able to realise, I wonder if you can do this, and just turning your body to do it is just, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, VR all good, and yeah, I bought, I bought one, so hopefully that'll arrive, possibly before Christmas, possibly Fingers not. Fingers crossed. Who knows? But I mean, yeah, it's fine. I'm not in a massive rush for it. But yeah, very good, very good. Anyway, Snipe. Hi. What have you been up to? Nothing new, really. Um, I did watch a movie. A movie? A movie. I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane, and that huh. movie is fucking awesome. Yeah, I've heard mm. good things. I've not seen it yet. 
It's really good. Cause, like, especially because Cloverfield was just <laughs> yeah. not as no, good. Yeah. Um, I, I could um, write an essay about how, how disappointing I find Cloverfield. I know, the first honey, movie. I know. But no, and it's like, like it's quite a small cast and the, the actors are perfectly cast. John Goodman is... The best. good man. He's a good He's a Honestly, good man. I, I grew up like watching him in Roseanne as like Dan, and like he was always such a like a, a nice kind of like jolly dad, and like seeing him being like this slightly unhinged conspiracy theory. It's like you realize. Please bear in mind, I want to watch it at some point. No, no, I haven't no, seen it. This, this is this is not spoilers. Okay. It's just he's just like he's like a conspiracy theorist. Okay, and like seeing him play this quite intense conspiracy theorist is just like shit. Okay, you're a really good actor, and he fucking sells it. And like the actors in it are brilliant. Honestly, like, there's, like, I was, like, the tension in it, I was literally, like, chewing my nails off, like, like, oh, fuck. It's like, obviously this is probably going to be fine, but I'm still gnawing my fucking fingers (laughs) off, and oh my god. But yeah, it was thoroughly enjoyable, and I can definitely recommend it. Especially because you keep sitting there going, okay, so is this what's happening? Is that what's happening? And it it keeps you guessing for a good bit, and it's, it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything about it. It's just really good. Go watch it. Um, I haven't really been playing anything new. I've just been playing a bunch of Destiny and and Sims and played a bit more of Terminator Resistance, okay. which yeah. I've actually started to get up to speed with now, which is nice. Huh. Um, they've got, like, little CRTs, like, little, little like, computers that are your save points. Mm. You just go up and you just save. Um I've I'm I'm killing things more efficiently. I'm hiccuping a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> wondering what that noise was. Sorry, it was a weird hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I, I think my biggest problem with it right now is I in in order to progress, I need a pipe bomb. I can't craft them yet. Okay. And I can't find any and I accidentally like threw them all at a big spider droid. So it's just like, <laughs> hmm. Because if there's like cracks in walls, you can throw it at them and explode. Yeah. There probably will be another way in, but eh, can't be fucking ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I do have like level one lock picking, which is so funny in games where you're like, okay, I, I can pick <laughs> like, locks. That's and not how lock picking works. <laughs> it's literally just, because it's obviously, it's a callback to Sarah Connor in like Terminator 2 where she's just got a couple of hairpins, but like one of them's like a hairpin and then the other one's like, that's the, the torque wrench kind of thing. Like the, um, oh shit, what do they call it? It's torque. <sighs> the tension wrench, there we go. Um, and it's just like, okay. And it's, it's really funny to me because you don't have to do anything with the pins. Oh. Like, because Skyrim is probably, like, the lockpicking, and that's probably the closest um, I've seen, that I've personally seen, uh, for lockpicking. And that's just, that's basically mm. it, because you go in and you jiggle the pins and you get it above the, uh, the the sheer line and everything. Yeah, that is not in Skyrim. What the fuck? Is it? It's It's one of those, like... Yeah, you, you, the the Skyrim <laughs> one's just like the you spin it. Around. Oh, is it? You just yeah, look just at. There's one thing. way you literally see the pin. I can't remember which one that is. Then it's. I think it's a fantasy game, but I can't remember offhand. Yeah. For mm. some reason, I want to say is that Anachronox, but it's like a weird abstraction of it. Don't know. But yeah, yeah. Um. So it is. It is kind of fun, but you know, that's the same with knowing 
how to do something that you know that is is simplified in a game yeah Yeah. because i'm not sitting there going this game is the worst because it doesn't portray lock picking as as it actually is because i'm not a boring motherfucker um and i understand game flow and you know difficulty curves so before anyone comments about that but no and it's just it's very kind of like the, the there's a guy who keeps shouting at me called colin and he's like he's with the little group you're with and he's like because you get like a couple of you know um side quests and then you get the main quest and i was like well i'll go do side quests and i I walk towards one of them and he's like he comes on the radio is "Is there any reason why you're going in the goddamn buttfuck opposite goddamn direction to where you're supposed to be going i'm like (laughs) oh i'm just picking up something for ryan he's like fucking okay yeah take your time ain't you know i'll just fucking start a picnic i guess he's just so fucking like he loves the bants a bit too much. <laughs> like, to the point where I'm, like, sneaking around a corner and he just radios me and goes, you know, it's a shame you ain't staying longer for us because I think I get my best insults out on your wor- worthless ass." And it's like, Colin, I love you. Let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's very funny. Because, like, there's a, there's a part where it kind of, it's, you know, supposed to be, t- like, secretly tutorializing you of, like, Oh yeah, there's different ways to approach like different things. So it's like he he messages you and goes, "Hey, there's like I can even see that crack on the wall from here. So if you want to like throw a pipe bomb at it and like explode it, you could probably get in or find some other fucking way. I don't care." And it just hangs <laughs> up on you and you're like, "Good, thanks, Colin." <laughs> also, there's a puppy. Oh, good. Can you pet? Can little... you pet the puppy? You pet the puppy when you first pick it up. Nice. It's it's in a cutscene, but yeah, that's fine. And like, and the thing is, it's really funny because like, you pet the doggo and you go, "Oh, I know a little boy who'll love you," and you like put him in your coat, <laughs> and it's like fine, and it becomes like an inventory item basically. And like, Colin comes in and he goes, "Now I know you didn't mean to have your radio on, radio on to like broadcast that shit to me, you fucking creep." <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, like the fact that he's just like on the radio, just like busting your balls is fucking great i I hope nothing happens to colin but i know something will so you know but no i just he's he's great and i honestly yeah it's it's fucking awesome the music is fantastic although anytime there's like a bit of detection it's the same music track Uh, and it's like uh, get a bit old after a while it does it does um but yeah really been enjoying that it is good good yes I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have done that is new or that I haven't talked about. And apart from getting donuts from a fey creature. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I think we spent enough time at the start of the podcast discussing your your donut deal. Meow. So, I uh, donut regret it at all. Okay. So, Matthew, uh, do we have any questions from the lovely listeners at home? Yes. Yes. Questions and recommendations and thoughts and such. Okay. Cool. Are you going to tell us them or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was, wait- uh, I, was waiting- email- I was waiting for you to ask me the horrendous email address. Okay. Uh, what is the email address that people should send in their emails to, Snipe? No. No. <laughs> no. No. At the <laughs> drummer mat at gmail.com. Excellent. Yep. Easy as that. Easy as that. Someone did and email. It's still hard to remember. Yeah, someone did email the old email address asking what the new email address was, but I think it might have been a joke. So. <laughs> because, because it's yeah yeah 
I can't remember who it was. It's just so too complicated to remember. But no, I appreciate it. We still get a smattering of one to the old email address, which makes me happy. But I'm not going to say Hi. what it is now, because then only the real fans will know it. Yeah. yeah, we're gatekeeping our own audience. Yeah. Yep, that's that's, yeah, that's is the good way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the, yep. All right. So anyway, questiones. Rob. Hello, Rob. I was thinking of learning to play the guitar for COVID, and nice. New Year's resolution. Do you have any advice? Um. Short one is um as uh, as officially a guitar player. Um. I play bass guitar. Yeah, which uh, doesn't quite count. <laughs> Um, which is you're two um, thirds the way there. I, I always mm. say when you're going to learn to play an instrument, um, don't worry that you're going to be kind of bad for a while. Like it, it takes it. Sucking at something is the first step yeah. to being kind of good at something. Like I found with guitar that like I, 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 I it took me about like six months um, of kind of just being a bit bad at it, and then it started to click. Um, and of course, you know maybe Rob will. You learn might get quicker. it quicker. Yeah, you yeah. might get it quicker. Um, but, or it could um, be slower, but that doesn't mean that you won't be yeah. capable at some You're point. You're still every time you pick up and play your guitar, you are either getting better or your your brain is like compartmentalizing things to make you better. So just keep doing it. Yeah, and one thing that I found really useful when I was first learning is. Um, that I just play along with songs mm. that I liked. Um, so, like, you you know, you go online, you look up a tab for the song, and you try and find some stuff that you can play, because obviously when you're starting out, um, you're probably not going to, you know, start playing, like, thrash metal or something. It's it's going to be a bit much. Yeah, it takes um, some time. Also, if you end up ever learning Scar, don't be a, a weirdo like me and learn to play Catch-22 as your first stuff. Oh, God, that's really fast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pick a pick some pick a song that you are gonna you know you think you're gonna be able to play like um, you know I played along to like you know like Brain Stew and stuff um, by Green Day you know things like that um, and and just play a play along to them once you've kind of you used to like playing a handful of chords and stuff and I, I found that gets you it's it weirdly prepares you to play with other people because you get used to like having to stay in time and. Um, like having to switch between different things that when you're just kind of practicing on your own, you don't necessarily have to do like, oh God, I've got to switch from playing like a, a rhythm part to a lead part in, in this song. like, And you kind of get used to doing uh, doing that by just playing along to stuff. Basically, don't be ashamed of just having to play Smoke on the Water over yeah. and over again. And you're going to start and, and start off simple and then you build up. Um, and, and just keep at it. Yeah, and good on you. Because uh, mm. playing, in, I, I found uh, playing guitar to be a hugely uh, rewarding thing and the bonus point is is that once you've learned how to play something like guitar it then makes learning say bass guitar or ukulele or mandolin or any other instrument in that kind of thing a lot easier yep. so because you, you've built up the coordination there so. yeah basically if you can play guitar you can badly play bass guitar like straight off the bat also <laughs> i would recommend don't learn on nylon strings those are they are fucking Horrible. Oh, I like nylon strings. They're so soft for your hands. They're gross. It depends on what kind of music you want to play (laughs) with. Because nylon just has a very particular sound. I know, and I hate them. (laughs) 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 Fucking ugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. I don't know if they're going electric or acoustic, to be honest. I can't They might have said in the email, but I didn't write that bit down. Mm. (laughs) Electric's a lot easier because. It's a lot less painful. You know, it's a lot less painful to play, (laughs) so, you know. Yeah. Um, But. 
Yeah. Like hand pain, not just emotionally anguishing. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It's like you do a strum of a fucking like acoustic, and you're like, <laughs> if you learn, if you learn how to do power chords, you can basically play at least a basic anything. version of every single song. Yeah, yeah. So. you you can play about eighty percent of all music ever written. Yeah, so. and then the other twenty percent you can play along to it, even if it's not what their guitarist is playing. You can yeah. still play the chords and play along to it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a cheap. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, Technician Sourwell. This one is a Hello. personal question, but I feel like we've done enough to like encourage people and like make people feel comfortable. I'd with like to think these people things. think that so... they're pretty. I-, I would like to think that we give the kind of impression of quite approachable with yeah. kind of more personal yeah. stuff, so... and especially because everyone's so respectful of their boundaries yeah. as well. So, my lovely wife wants to get healthier and lose some weight. I love mm-hmm. her thick. Notice the third C. Oh, self, yeah. self, but it causes her back pain and shoulder pain, so I support her decision. She has ADHD and bounces off most health plans. She has body image issues and still has a hard time accepting that I still think she's unbearably hot. So mm-hmm. I want, I want, her, I want to help her with her goal of being healthier, while also reassuring her that my love is unconditional, and you know that doesn't necessarily matter for for them. So, any tips? Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, speaking as a fitness uh, nut myself, um, and someone who I I probably have some form of ADHD, I don't know, I, I honestly literally, I took an online quiz to see if I have any of the indicators, <laughs> and I got bored halfway through and booted up, wow. <laughs> so I think I probably do. And then I, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I was taking a quiz. And then I was like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> I think that's proof enough. <laughs> yeah. Um it is really hard to keep this shit going. Um, there's no sugarcoating it. It is mm. really difficult. And there's so much misinformation and Ooh, yeah. just outright scams out there. And it's bullshit. Um, I'd say if you want to kind of help, like, gym buddies are literally, like... Mm. Yep. One, four, four, two, two. <laughs> Sorry. Siren again. Breaker, breaker. One, four, four, two, two. Over. <laughs> I would say if you want to kind of like help her out because um, let's be honest if somebody has poor body image speaking as someone who has poor body image you could tell her that you find her to be the most beautiful like person in the world 8,000 times a day and it wouldn't sink in because it just doesn't and it's just an unfortunate thing of having like you know body like self esteem issues um the only person who can really help with that is is her, and honestly, you sound like you're doing you're you're being very conscientious and very caring in that regard. So you know you you're doing your part, you're doing good. Um, but if you kind of want to help her uh, stay focused, if, you know, because she's obviously wanting to do that, you could like go out for if she goes out running or walking, you could go out with her. Um, kind of like they they do this a lot with having like um like gym buddies and stuff is is a really good idea because then you go you you know cuz you sit there and go oh I can't be bothered to go to the gym today and then that's it whereas if you have a friend that you always go with or or a partner that you always go with you sit there and go oh I can't be asked but my partner's going so I'm going to mm-hmm. as well um so that can help a lot um and just kind of like just try and get involved with it as well. Like, you know, if, if she's looking kind of like into more healthy or more protein rich 
or more nutritious kind of like meals then you know learn some new recipes yourself and like healthy ones and just cook them make them like for the both of you uh, you know just that kind of thing of just get involved so you know it'll it'll help her feel a bit more supported and you'll probably you know be able to eat tasty healthy food as well which is never a bad thing so if if any of that makes fucking sense <laughs> yeah and yeah that that that's my personal advice but i mean like drama but you're you're a big old runner yeah. for for me it helps to gamify it as much as i can and for me that's just a state up i just use a um for running i use a map my run which is you know a run tracking gps is that by nike I, it, it got bought by i think under armor at some point but oh shit yeah no, i don't i, I don't that. think it was when i mm. first started using it but anyway yeah. i use that also, and i don't ever go back and look at old runs i just but just knowing that they're recorded somewhere makes it feel like i'm it counts more somehow yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like i i, I do that it's like okay so um within this a lot of time i have covered 3k but tomorrow i want to try and cover 3.2 or you know and it kind of keeps you yeah like yeah in like and it just just being competitive because i am so inherently competitive to to my detriment so i try mm. and make it work in my kind of favor <laughs> which is tricky <laughs> but you can manage it so yeah like little things like that, that yeah that's also i mean the, the downside of it is that you, if you can get too into these things and gamify it too much you go too hard can, in and then yeah. get burnt out really quickly so that is can, that you, is the downside of that so you've got to yeah. balance it as to whether that works for for you or for mm. her but yeah it helped, also, it helped me. um yeah I, I will say with like getting to be more active and stuff my biggest piece of advice is it doesn't matter if you don't yeah if you don't get up at 5 a.m and do two hours lifting at the gym that doesn't matter as long as you get up and have a walk around the block. Just do something. It doesn't have to be a full workout. It doesn't have to be like a full, like proper thing. Just move. Mm. That's that's all. That's all that matters is that you do something. Because it's so easy to go. Well, I can't do a full routine, so I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what fucks you up. And then you're like, well, I've missed a day anyway. I might as well miss a few days. And yeah, yeah. and it just it's. I'm not. I guess it's it very slippery slope. It doesn't have to be every day as well. I guess it doesn't. Mm, a lot yeah. of these things, you know. And it is a boring thing to say, but if you increase what you do ever so slightly, that mm-hmm. that helps. That that's. That, I mean, it, my it you don't have to go like a full hardcore every single day doing a full workout. You know, you can do if you want to if you enjoy that. Fine, but yeah, but you can just but you know, it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah, you can just uh, do. A recently, bit. my f- my fitness instructor, um, he was telling me basically there's like a a ten for ten for two weeks. Um, or like 10 days, but it's, it's basically just to try and trick you into habit forming. So every mm. day you do 10 minutes of cardio okay. every yeah. single day, just 10 minutes. And that, that could be like, you know, like yoga, like, like having a, a brisk walk around the block. It just, just, you need to raise your heart rate consistently for 10 minutes every day for like two weeks. Hmm. And just doing that. Because you sit there and go, well, I've done 10 minutes, so I might as well do a little bit more. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just kind of gets you into that mindset that as long as you do something, that's important. So like, even if it's just walk to the shops a little bit quicker than you usually would, it's good. It's positive. It's having a good effect. So, yeah. Yep. Webb, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I'm uh, 
terrifying <laughs> sedentary monster um, and don't i can't squat. Advi- <laughs> don't squat ever it's bad uh, that's my only advice oh. that you should not follow i will say always always like cool down always always warm down yeah i'm really bad at that and yep it's not a good thing to do how do you even have legs who knows who knows oh i don't know because if i didn't do my warm-ups and warm downs i'd i'd literally just explode and die yeah I trick myself into doing it. If I'm going on like a 5k run or something, I'll run 3k one way. And then when I turn around, I have to do 2k to stop. And then I have to walk a bit on the way home. So I have to do mm-hmm. the cool down as part of that walk. Otherwise, yeah. I just wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, that's everything. Yeah. Hope any of that helps. Yeah, hope, hope that <laughs> helps at all. Um, Okie dokie. Next up, M-Man. So Hello. first up, in relation to Snipe's dinosaur question... I yes. would like to be an Ankylosaur. Good choice. Because they're the paladins of dinosaurs. They are. Yeah. And they yeah. have like a weaponized butt, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, no, good choice there. Uh, uh, for, for Christmas, I'm getting the uh, Start Collecting Skinks box, and that mm-hmm. comes with a, uh, a Bastelon, I think they're called, and they're basically Ankylosaurs. Nice. That's so cool. Yeah. All right, first question. Since The Infinite and The Divine just proved that a Necron novel can not only work, but actually be good, how would you guys feel about a novel that follows two people that I can't pronounce? Nemesta Zandrek and Vanguard Oberon. <laughs> I did not know who these people are. For context, we've got context here. A Necron general who has apparently gone insane and thinks he's in the past and he's flesh and blood. But he's a good, such a good technician that he's kind of allowed to just carry on doing things. <laughs> Which sounds that quite good. That screams liability, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not to, sure to, uh, have like liability insurance. I don't think they care. <laughs> Maybe they should. <laughs> I mean, have they thought about that? No, that's why they're not fucking mm. ruling the galaxy right now. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read that novel, so like, I can't put forth like any suggestion as to how good it is. Or, like, how it manages it. But, like, uh, I mean, Necrons are much more, you know, like, uh, human's the wrong word, but they, they have been, um, like, they're, they're much more, like, a, of, a, of a character than they were, like, back in, like, third edition sort of time. Uh, when they were just kind of mindless automata, for the most part. Um, and, like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of of the opinion that, like, uh, for the mo- you can probably make a novel work uh, for most of the characters, although I- I'm not hugely familiar with like the intricacies of modern Necron lore, so like I, I don't know these characters. If there's something specifically about them that makes them particularly difficult to cover, but even if you've got something that is ne- that is not easy to write a story about, you can still do st- you know it- you can still do it from someone else's perspective, but it's you know about the other one really. Um, if it being the other person's story, so even if they themselves are hard to deal with, because there's nothing inherent, like you know, they say that they believe themselves to be flesh and blood. There's nothing wrong with an unreliable narrator, but it requires a good writer to mm. like um, do that. But yeah, I, I I don't know enough about that. Yeah, well, there's a there's apparently a bit of a, you know a buddy type thing about these two, the the, the Zandrek and Oberon. Obu, Ob- I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> they, they sort of think it'd be like a sort of cock and spurk cock and spurk cock and spurk cock and spurk I'm sorry cock and spurk cock and spurk just making a note of that one for titles cock and spurk the greatest heroes of them all yeah, yeah. fucking hell Kirk and Spock 
There we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Cock and Spurk is way better. <laughs> yeah, that's sort all of dynamic, but like, you know, Warhammer. So, yeah, yeah that sounds good yeah. to me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on quickly second question um for snipe and Wib, if they have time when are we going to get a final episode of the snipe and Wib plays firewall fire warrior trilogy the fans are never. demanding it and by fans i mean me because i like to never it never never happening yeah i think it might that be. game plays like <laughs> putrefied testicles oh no 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 that's not the issue because yeah, it, yeah. it got released also, like we can't it, like... it, it got released on gog and it's like a really good port um like recently and we got it even though Gog are a bunch of cowards um <laughs> fucking kowtowing to the Chinese government fuck you um <laughs> capitalism is a fucking curse uh, but the version that's on there is really good no it's just because it's so long since we did it uh, I am I would actually not be against like doing a full let's play mm-hmm. uh, but uh, another uh, but another sniping would play uh like third part to it will never happen. No. I, I, th- I feel like start over again because it because yeah. I remember there's Tau in it at least. Yeah, I mean we played that we made that video in like what 2012 Stop or something. Fucking talking. I hate right. it. It's yeah, so it's it's old and and like yeah, I don't even remember how. Far, I, actually, no, I do remember how far we got into the game. We got into the part where it has a forced stealth section. It fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stealth. It's like the Fahrenheit stealth section. Mm. Uh. I seem to remember it's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, yeah we, it, it would be nice. We'll probably do a, a full Let's Play at some point. Or uh, maybe a full a stream of the whole thing. Maybe. Like, like, mm. do it Who on the screen, heck knows? But, but, uh, knows? but yeah, we, we won't be doing another Sniper Web uh, Play part. Um, but I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoy it. I, honestly, like, um, it, it's kind of wild to me that there are people that A, A remember, <laughs> and, and B, <laughs> yeah. um, still watch some of the really old videos. Like, you know, you'll look at yeah, me. Yeah, when oh. I was like super loud because I was like, I'm convinced no one will like me, so I have to really fucking try and be interesting as shit. And I'm just like, Ugh. it is genuinely fascinating to me how much um, over the eight years that we have been doing this, um, how much our online demeanor has um, changed. I mean, maybe it doesn't seem that apparent to other people, but like. I listen to, like, if I, if I listen to a really old thing, like, because sometimes I'll go back and watch some of the old stuff we did just out of curiosity. Uh, and, like, I'll, I'll see them and I'm always kind of fascinated by it. I'm like, I, I would never, like, sound like that now. I, I, <laughs> like, the scripted stuff especially, we speak so fast. Uh, and we've slowed down a lot. Huh. And, like, yeah, we're not as loud, um... Like, like the end of the end of sniping would play, which will be coming back at some point. Um, just the life got in the way. Um, but yeah, like you, you listen to like the first episodes and the last episodes of it, and there's some stupid like three hundred episodes or something. Oh god! Actually, no, it's probably not that. It's not that much. I don't, maybe I don't know. Well, it was week, I probably it was check. weekly, right? So if you're doing it for yeah, it was like for like six years. Yeah, that checks out so, about that many. Ooh, okay, that's not terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, eventually we'll get that done. All right. Well, the next, the next, the final part. Emma was saying was um, a game that they've been working on has hmm? just come out. It's called Battle Sister, which is a 40, relevant to what we were saying earlier. It's a forty k VR game. Oh, oh, oh that's so come out. out. Yeah, it's out. I noticed it on when I was looking through the Oculus Store just to check what games were on there. It is out on the Quest. So, and I was eyeing it up, and I was like, "Oh, that looks interesting." So I, I responded to them to ask. 
like I'm not sure how we best you can answer this, but is it you know any good? So, <laughs> um, dude, I haven't you made. So is it good? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we can't play it because it is an Oculus exclusive. Oh, oh, oh is it? Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. oh, I didn't even realize. Or at least it was that way around. Oh, it won't be for long. It'll be time, surely. I, I have no, no idea. dude. VR is weird like that. All right, well, in, when we, when, it, when we, if I get it, because I mean, if it's half decent, I a forty k VR game sounds excellent. Mm-hmm. Battle Sisters, excellent. You know, it's all good. Oh yeah, definitely. So if I do, if and when I do end up getting it, and then if and when I'm allowed up to your house, I mean, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, you, you can, you can just borrow it and play. Oh, if it doesn't come you. across to anything else. Thank you. But yeah, hopefully it's good. Um, it's got potential, but I've seen nothing about it apart from the intro screen. And the only reason I'm sceptical is that, you know, quite often, 40k games, mm, the, good <laughs> ones are, the good ones are good. Sometimes they're not. There <laughs> is. In the nicest possible way. I don't want to be mean to anyone who made them, and I'm sure they'll no. put effort in and blah, 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 blah. But also, sometimes I think Games Workshop just flash the license out to some random bloke in a shed somewhere and... Sometimes that works. Sometimes his name up. is Carl, anyway. and he works very hard. <laughs> drama. No. Let's just say the post anyway. THQ years have been um, erratic in quality. Yes. Okay. But... So, like, you guys are just straight up negging this poor person. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm not no, saying. No. I'm hoping it's good, and I'm not saying it won't be. But I'm just. Yeah. I I really really do want to play it, and yes, like I I, I will find a way. Mm. Yeah, we will so, find a way. Yeah, so good. Because yeah, like um, I mean, aside from the fact that I, I I was just kind of excited to see that there was a game that was like Sisters of Battle up front, uh, yeah, just because yeah. of them being so historically sidelined by GW. So um, to not only have their new model line and everything, but um, to get a a game is is really cool. A and game I, that not a lot of people will ever be able to play because it's an Oculus exclusive and Oculus is a pretty fucking pricey. Yeah, well, that's the problem with VR, isn't it? As, a, as an inherent... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, they're one of the cynical. cheaper ones, honestly. That's one of the reasons we went for it. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, there, there is a um, issue with VR that it's difficult for a lot of people to yeah. play. If, it, if it's not the initial expense of getting the device, then it's the room to play it or some people just physically can't play it for various health reasons um or um, mobility reasons like you have to like fall in the lucky category on like six or seven different things yeah so it's um but it which is a pity because there are some really fun experiences Mm. uh, to be had yeah Um, and i I hope i I do hope that battle sister is one of them so good luck with that yeah Uh, all right next up grox Hello. So you asked for it. Here are my favourite dinos, my man. Um, and and they want to be able to turn it into the um, favourite kind of chickens as well, because that's sort of linked. <gasps> Very true. So first up, dinos. Yep. Well, this depends on my mood. If I'm angry, I want to turn into a spinosaurus. Fair. Otherwise, a stegosaurus would be pretty awesome. Stegosauruses are pretty fucking legit. But yeah, the, the pattern there is that they get fancy things on their back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, That's pretty good chicken. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea if these are like real chickens or if these are video game chickens. Or I have no no idea. Okay. I like buff laced Polish frizzle named Václav or Helena, and the Indian red jungle fowl rooster named Cristobal. I am convinced Grox is fucking with us. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, no. I don't even remember the context for the chickens. Oh, like, they're just chickens. Because they're dinosaurs. Yeah, to chickens are dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I have no idea if 
I love how Grox has got to get fucking clever with me. Like, listen here, you little shit. (laughs) (laughs) On a side note. So fucking sick of being disrespected in my own goddamn podcast. (laughs) On a side note, they did have to pause the podcast three times while listening to it on the most recent episode. Every time they happened happened to pause it when the last spoken word was but. But, ah, so, I see but. you're an individual of culture as well. <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> okay, next up, some guy camping. Hello, greetings. Blah 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 blah. Just finished episode wow. one fourteen, and have to say thank you to Snipe for letting me know about the old gods of Appalachia. Appalachia. So, a few things. Appalachia. How they say it is generally how they've heard it said. And they live in North Carolina, which is one of the states that the Appalachian apparently mountains run through. Because mm-hmm. I'd only ever heard yeah. Appalachian. But yeah, I mean, I I've never heard it pronounced before, so I was just like mm. Appalachia. Yeah. So and then like actually hearing someone yeah, from well, this that is, area say yeah, but Appalachia. Some guy like, camping oh, is lives in North Carolina, which is where some of them are. And mm. they uh, yeah. the other thing is that the narrator of the episode um, isn't doing an old preacher voice. That's just how they all talk around there. I love that. <laughs> Honestly, like, that's such a fun fucking act. There's, like, I love accents and I, I love that kind of, like, dialect shit. And, like, I've always wanted to either have a really thick Brooklyn accent, like a real New Yorky kind of accent, yeah, yeah. or, like, a real cowboy accent, like that kind of thing. And I'm just like, oh, I'll never be able to just do that. But it's just so fucking fun to listen to. mm it's so yeah, nice. it's a storytelling voice, right? It's it, it's so good. It's great. Yeah. Um, last yeah. last bit from them is the recommendation. So it's mm-hmm. for a YouTube series, oh, Hel- cool. Hell of a Boss by Vizzy Pop. Okay, yes, I think it might be animated. I did check it out, and then I've now forgotten. Um, it's okay. kind of violent well, and I'll, has I'll... lots of language in it, but yeah. I mean, a lot of things do. Yeah. But yeah, I've got a recommendation for you because in case you've been living under a rock. Jaden Animations. Oh, yeah, yeah. On YouTube. Yeah, really cool. Her I, stuff I, is fucking yeah, phenomenal. I've only seen a few bits. I, I think, watched, Di- I think um, Dicko she... got me in, into them. Yeah, Dicko's like super into them as well, so, you know. But yeah, can't recommend if you ain't seen already, so. Right, next up, um, Brad, in answer to hey. Sni- Snipe's critical, important question from the last podcast. Very important. I would turn into a... Archaeoterics. Archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh, it's not a silent P. It no. becomes a... Uh. Archaeopteryx. Okay, yeah. Then. Yeah, that's that's such a hipster answer. Nice one, dude. <laughs> Archaeopteryx is the like um, feathered one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was like the one that everyone acknowledged was feathered before people acknowledged mm. that yeah, most yeah, dinosaurs yeah, yeah. were feathered. Yeah, and then you get Karens being like, I'm not wearing a mask in Tesco's, and also I don't like feathered dinosaurs because they're not scary. It's like, they're not the Wolfman Brenda. They're not supposed to be scary. They're, they're supposed su- to be yeah. animals that exist. It's like going, oh, this, this tiger doesn't have a big enough ass. In fairness, that is a complaint I've always had about tigers. Their asses aren't big enough. Especially Tony yeah. the tiger. You hear me, you small-assed weirdo. Well, where did body shame a cereal mascot, you fucking <laughs> I wouldn't be the first person. <laughs> I wish you were. Do you remember? Yes, I remember Tony the tiger basically had to block loads of people on Twitter. Tony the tiger had to what? lock down his Twitter account because... Because uh, furries were thirsting after him. Is it like Furries were objectifying Tony the tiger. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. It was the funniest. It's like nice cheeks. They're great, and I'd like to clap them. 
Ah, oh my god, I listened to like a song where I was like getting my ass clapped, uh, getting my cheeks clapped by an Egyptian mummy or something. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh, yeah. I, I, actually, I might have dreamed that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I've been having some fucked up weird dreams lately. Like, remember the one where I was like, I was in a boxing ring sparring with John Bernthal? And like proper, like, like I, I was in like, you know, the proper girl TM boxing. So it's like, you know, crop top and, and boxing shorts and he was in boxing shorts. And every time I dodged one of his punches, which was, you know, I think he was going easy on me in my dream. His trousers would get hiked like half an inch higher. <laughs> and they ended up covering his nipples. It was really, the thing is, I think it's because I keep joking about him because he's like, he's a dweeb. And like, you see him just out and about like running or you see him boxing like photos of him boxing his trousers are very high uh, they're like yeah. halfway up his chest because he's like a hundred years he's not he's like 43 or something but yeah and like my my brain was like hey wouldn't it be great if you actually got to spar with like one of your heroes but then his trousers just kept getting higher and i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't why your, your dream Dream logic is, is dream particularly burn. bizarre <laughs> at times. It's like, it I had a so. dream the other day where I noticed, I realized that I was in a dream, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go do this. And then halfway through, I had an existential crisis because I wasn't sure if it was still a dream. I think it was like, I'm going to go eat a car because it's a dream and I can do what the fuck I want. And then I literally was about to bite into the bonnet and I was like, ooh, Ooh, this might not be a dream. And then I'm just going to break my teeth on someone's fucking bonnet. That sounds like you got faked out by a lucid dream. Maybe? I don't know. It's just weird shit yeah. like that. Like, seriously, I, I wish I could remember some. Like, I, I told you about the one where I had a black and blue uh, guinea pig that was immediately tamed by me. Yeah. And I basically was like, okay, I can't remember her name. I was like, you can have my Nana's old sitting room because she's dead (laughs) and so i put the box down there and i'm just like and then i go out to like there was like this oh shit there was like a a ballroom event at the local fish and chip shop which is the most australian fucking thing i think i've ever heard and i was like i've got to go there and then i came back and i was like oh no where is she and she every time i shouted for her she came out and ran in a little cute circle and then peered up at me very expectantly and then I would put her back in the shoebox and take her to a different room. Okay. That's just the skimming the top of the off the insanity Sunday that is my fucking dreams. What question were we answering? Something about John Berthold. Um, probably not. Uh, uh, somebody. Okay. okay. Next. Next. <laughs> I want next. questions. Next thing is like ask me questions about John Berthold because <laughs> he's my hero and I think he's fucking amazing. Also, um, you could not. I, I mean, I'm asking you as a personal favor, listeners, to just email me in and just be like, hey, so, like, if you were to lovingly knit John Bernthal a scarf, what colors would you use? And I'd be like, you know what? I'd use quite bright colors because I know he's an absolute dweeb. Okay. Can we get <laughs> back to the questions? No. Yeah. All right. Big Titty Goth Girl. Hi, Titty. This one is primarily for Snipe, so apologies, Matt's. <laughs> um, really glad to hear you're enjoying Resistance. Yeah, thank pre- you again the- <laughs> for gifting me the money to get it. <laughs> in the previous episode, we were cu- oh, you were curious about spiders, so they have a bit of info. Mm. Um, 
The big armored spiders are based on enemies from Terminator Salvation tie-in game. All right, apparently. okay. The silverfish, well, the silverfish are from the Terminator Two arcade game. Yeah, I, I, I and played that. The T47s are based on designs from Terminator Three. Nice. Well, I mean, no one's perfect, but it's pretty good. <laughs> and then one last <laughs> thing about it is that the developer's previous game was Rambo the video game, which is a oh god awful rail shooter, apparently. So, oh, yeah. so that was horrible because they ripped audio. Like, well, they didn't even rip the audio from the fucking VHS. They just it sounded like they put a microphone next to the speaker watching the VHS. Yeah, it was it really was rough. Really fucking bad. <laughs> so I'm actually quite impressed. So yeah, they managed a, a to fair, make this as good as it is. Apparently. Yeah, no, fair play to them. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. Ruben. Hello. If you were off-brand versions of yourself, what would your legally distinctive names be? <sighs> Dead Eye. I'd probably be uh, the thing that everyone, or well, the, one of the names that people always misspell mine as, which is either Web or Whip. Whip. I think you'd be no, Web. Wob. 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 Right, wob. Wob, wob. Wob. And you'd be Trumpet Mike. Uh, Trumpet Mike. Trumpet Mike. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's kind of hard to or make Trumpet a... Trumpet Steve. Yeah, it's hard to make like a, an, an indistinct version of mine because mine is... Uh, my uh, alias uh, is my... both not a word and a single syllable. <laughs> okay, for, for, for like the other name I go by, it'll probably be Frederick Star Trek instead of Frank Star Wars. <laughs> uh, you'd be uh, Francis Babylon 5. I'd be... <laughs> I'd be Francesca Firefly. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking like D and D character that nobody likes. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Fred Space Above and Beyond. <laughs> I'd be F- French Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Okay, I think people can probably get the gist now. Send no, in, your, no, own, send in so... your own recommendations for names of. And and ask about like just random yeah. questions about John Bernthal. Yeah. Um Sepulcrave? Sepulcrave? Sepulcrave. Hello. Sure. Um sorry. Um I wonder if you've read Victor Lavelle's The Ballad of Black Tom. It's a retelling of one of HP Lovecraft's most egregiously racist and poorly written stories. <laughs> but from That's the point of view why of a... I ain't read it. <laughs> it could be any of them. Um point of view for, of a black protagonist. So it's quite good apparently. Um, I, I have not read that. I did not know it existed until ten seconds ago. So yeah, um... and um, just the subject matter makes me incredibly uncomfortable, anyway. So, <laughs> but no, I'll keep my eye open for that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and if they were to transform into a dinosaur, I should most, li- most likely wish to become an uh, Ankylosaurus. That's a good one. We've had a couple of Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus everyone, everyone wants to be the uh, dinosaur equivalent of a space marine. So. <laughs> Yeah. So they're effectively wearing th- their dinosaur power armor is what they're wearing. No. <laughs> also, they look like um, Guile's hair. What? They look like Guile's hair. Why? From Street Fighter. No, they don't. Yeah, they do because they've got like they've got flat heads that kind of like jut out at the top, and then they're just like you know normal. I are yeah. we thinking of the same thing here? Yes. I, I don't see it at all. Well, maybe you should open your fucking eyes. I mm. Open your eyes and stop being blinded next, by ne- the Next email, please. Next email, which is the last email. Mikhail. Okay. okay. What's the most Christmas-related game that you've have played? Be it tabletop, D&D, video game, whatever. I think there was a meet and fuck Christmas edition. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> we did a... Uh, <laughs> 
we did we did uh, which we recounted on this very podcast um a a D uh, adventure with our original party <gasps> and it was die hard it was so and legit. It, it started off like as us taking down a an ice dragon and then it became die hard it was so good <laughs> yeah that was good um yeah it's actually weird when you think about like uh, there isn't that many like christmas video games thank god uh they don't I, I guess because they're only really relevant like for a very brief time of the year and video games take a long time to make do you remember how like um there'd always be like christmas versions of like jazz jack rabbit or doom and like 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 mm. either they'd be modded or they'd just give like they'd just release like yeah. a christmas like a few christmas levels yeah cuz it was holiday hair the jazz jack mm-hmm. rabbit one yeah, i remember that one yeah Con- um, conduct together has a holiday um, christmas level Mm, mm. Yeah, because they'll do that, but they won't. Like, there won't be like a dedicated Christmas game. Although I do remember there was one which I think was called like Merry Gear Santa or something like that, oh, which nice. was like a, a top-down stealth game like, where you played a Santa trying to deliver presents. Solid but it, Santa. Yeah, it used the mechanics of like old-school like um, stealth games, so like the original Metal Gear, MSX games, and things mm. like that. Um, but you were Santa. The sleigh yeah. have started to move. <laughs> I'm making that up. I don't know if yeah. that's in the game. I don't. I don't. But if it right. isn't, then it's a bad game, and I'm amazing. So, <laughs> okay. Um, very last point for Mikael. Dinosaur question. Yes. The Seismosaurus. Oh, bra- that big in, old boy. In brackets, Diplodocus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, that's one of the one of the big long neck fuckers. <laughs> that way, I can go to the sea, transform, and emerge from the water while. Singing out Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. I can't go that deep. Because <laughs> I, am, I am incredibly alto. <laughs> Wait, no. The soprano, te- I'm tenor. I, I, I they know. put me in the Sopranos for a bit. <laughs> not, not the TV <laughs> show. Because um, that would have been fucking hilarious. That's actually that why was fourteen it, at the time. It actually why it ends on like uh, spoilers. <laughs> why it ends on a black screen because you actually just tripped over like the camera <laughs> and pulled the plug out. Okay. There's actually like a big shootout okay, at the end, okay. but they lost all the footage. Okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> fucking calling me. Hey, they let you as a teenager onto the set. Like you know, I'm not saying it's your fault. It is your fault, but I'm not saying it's your fault. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> no, no, like when, at that creepy fucking like culty hippie school I went to, they had us all like separated into like um sopranos and and tenors, and then we had baritone. Mm. And I like they like the teachers would always get kind of angry with me because they were like, yeah, she needs to be in t- in like tenors, and then half of them would be like, she needs to be in like sopranos because she's a girl, and I'm like. Because like I would, I think I was the only girl in tenor. Yeah, and like yeah. Uh, Ben, he was the only guy, and then his voice broke, and he got the deepest fucking voice. <laughs> like seriously, school sucks, is what I'm saying. Especially <laughs> if they're hippie cult like fucking things. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Good old Diplodocus. Good old Diplodocus. Yeah. Good choice. <sighs> I think drummer Matt would be oh what are they iguanodons where they just have like a hard head and they headbutt things and they're, they're always giving you the thumbs up. Oh yeah, that sounds like me. I mean, I, I don't think iguanodons had the head thing. 
No, I, I can't remember. I think it starts with an I or something. You're thinking of uh, Parasaurolophus? Parasaurolophus. No, that's the one with the kind of like boomerang horn kind of thing. I'm talking about like, they look like they've got Freya Tuck kind of. Oh, yeah. Um, fuck, I've forgotten the name of those. Yeah. A Patasaurus? No, a Patasaurus is a, another long necked dinosaur. Yeah. But yeah, um, that, that's yeah. Drummer Matt because he's like, hey, and then headbutts you. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> he's Fonzie, but he headbutts people. Can, can I? Can I be um, the the wrong iguanodon? The what we what um, when they built them wrong in like, Victorian <laughs> era, and we just had a wrong version of iguanodons. Are you, are you the iguana wrong? Yeah. Just. Just. <laughs> I, I I just like wrong iguanodon. Yeah, it's just, fair. <laughs> I'm still gonna be a velociraptor because I'm small and incredibly annoying. <laughs> but very dangerous if there's more than one of me. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so convinced. Like, oh no, yeah, absolutely. Fuck oh it yeah, out. yeah. Manageable on their own, but if there's more than one, fuck. <laughs> My vision is also based on movement because I get bored and go like just wander off somewhere. You're so fluffy. I'm also very fluffy. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm like the velociraptors from fucking manly guys doing manly things. I get stuck in cardboard tubes and just yeah. refuse to come out from my own stubbornness. <laughs> that was the last uh, email, wasn't it? It was, yes. It was. Uh, shall we wrap up this podcast then? Because um, it's Sounds it's grand. again gone on for longer than I intended, and yeah. I'm not sure why or how. <laughs> I'm not sure why or how is off is the uh, the number one review on. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, I believe, for this podcast. I was going to say for like a different podcast. Like, okay, <laughs> I done learned, for, I guess. For, for quite a while, the only review on, on iTunes podcast thingy that I could see was the one by me. So <laughs> I, it's yeah. very good and awesome. And also, I'm not in this. I swear. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, the review because that is pretty much what. I oh shit! Yeah. Really? <laughs> I think so. Nice. Every now and again, I do check um, because I think it's the only place that this podcast goes up that like has like a review section. Um, and periodically, I do I do take oh, no, a look, and <laughs> and people seem to like it, which is which is um, really nice. And and yeah. thank you, and I'm glad you like it. We're not doing the self deprecation thing because it's it's just yeah. kind of makes everyone feel bad. So yeah. thank yeah, you. We're glad there's, that there's you three, like it. There's ratings. There's three written reviews that I can see, and yeah, one of them's me. A must listen, enlightening romp through relevant topics. Review totally not by Drumblebee. <laughs> I th- honestly, I was about to say how wrong that fucking person was. Like, this is a this is the wrong podcast. Like, informative and relevant topic. Yeah, are the other are the other two jokey, or are they like someone earnestly saying no, we're no, doing a good job? Top notch and fabuloso. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like fabuloso. We're five fancy. stars out of five with twenty two ratings. Don't you know? Oh! Oh wow! Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Who like, gives comment, us subscribe. Good yeah, whatever. like, comment, and subscribe. And th- <laughs> once we reach a uh, f- hundred uh, reviews, you get to see Drama Matt's Frenulum. I don't know which no. body that is. Actually, okay, a frenulum is like um, the thing is, it's not just a penis thing. You uh, know, when you lift um, up your top lip and there's that little strip of like oh, sinew the, yeah, between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's a frenulum. Yeah. It's it's like that and it was going to be the whole joke of like everyone thinks it's the penis thing but it's actually just that. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. that probably won't happen but cool. Thanks for listening. That was... I want to see your frenulum. <laughs> in your mouth. Not not your penis one, that would be weird. 
<laughs> you know it's going to be so easy to just remove that sentence you just said. <laughs> <laughs> People have quoted me saying significantly worse things, so I honestly don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. Although it would be great if that was somebody's text alert, and they were <laughs> on the bus, and it's just me demanding to see a stranger's friend on them, and everyone's like, um... Okay, and then everyone gets their gums out, like the, the mouth sluts they are. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and then everyone bugger off. Yeah, goodbye. Okay, thanks very much for listening. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> mouth sluts. <laughs>